Welcome to The Handle, brought to you by 8 Client live from the Hemingway Suite, uh, from a very wet Byron Bay. We've come up here for our pre-season work, getting ready for the AFL season. It's the Over and Under podcast. It's what you've been waiting for, folks. I've got some special guests in the room. They've had the abacus out. They've been in the war room, in the lab. Crunching the data and ready for some significant wages this season. To my right, the man who's redefined Lazarus, Mr. Rickard Anthony, WA correspondent. Welcome. Thank you, Count Arco. And thanks for having me on board. It's season 2018. Can't wait. So for all the new listeners out there, I'll be reporting on everything that is WA. He's out there doing recon on a weekly basis out of Perth. How is the Perth Stadium, mate? Oh, Perth Stadium's fantastic. I was, o- I was over there uh, recently and... Inspecting all things in the, the stadium, uh, went and had a look at a T20 match. Uh, everything ran so smoothly. The ground's amazing, the lighting, the sound. It's, it's, it's the new generation of stadium. It's fantastic. Can't wait. They've managed to have cricket, they have Ed Sheeran and rugby league. So they're yet to have AFL there for an AFL stadium. What a better way to ruin a football ground than to have all of those sports on it before round one. Absolutely. It'd be like Eddie had in 2005 all over again. Ants, welcome. Uh, the man who has gone so hard in the preseason, he's in the moon boot, indefinite on the list. Earls, welcome to the podcast. How are you, brother? I'm battling young Arco, but uh, glad to be on the program. So we'll, um, we'll see how we go with the boot. How are the industrial painkillers? <laughs> um, look, in liquid form, they're quite good. <laughs> so we'll, um, we'll see how they go tonight. We'll put you in the pocket, mate, until the, uh, until, the, until the wound heals. We'll maybe get you at the mid-season, mid-season bye, mate. We'll get you back on the park. I'll be flying by then. And the man with more nicknames than uh, anyone that I've ever known, Fonzel, Count Fonz, Jeeves, whatever you want to call him. Fonzie, welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. It's uh, yeah, especially a special time of the year to uh, kick off the season of, uh, of sporting challenges, and uh, I think we're, uh, we're all excited for the year to come. Uh, thank you, Fonzie. And the, uh, the man, last but not least, who redefines the uh, definition of long-term planking. He's won every plank contest since 1994. I think set a record of 72 minutes. And Amal D. Howard. Hey, greetings. Thanks, Count Arco. It's great to be here on the program. And uh, you're very kind. That was uh, many years ago. It was a 10-minute plank. <laughs> part, of a, part of a big bucks routine. A few beers in the belly. I just I couldn't feel anything, mate. So uh, yeah, it might be a different story if uh, you know, if I wasn't on the beers. But uh, no, I appreciate it. Couldn't Pretty swallow good. for a week. That's afterwards. right. Exactly. Couldn't eat. Couldn't swallow. Couldn't go. To, couldn't go to work. Cost me a lot of money. But it was worth but, uh, it. Fuck. It was worth mate, it. It was worth it. it was, but the fact that I think eight or nine of the blokes actually just dropped out because they couldn't be fucked after about three minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure how much glory there is in that. So uh, mate, you are yeah. selling it short, just like the pies potentially in 2018. Oh, pies, mate. The pies. Oh, I'm not sure if I'll have much positive to say about the pies, but uh, what a cracking start to the year we've had with Jordan Ngoi, another, uh, <laughs> another pre-season, pre-season distant misdemeanour, so yeah, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll try and bring some positivity to the, to the conversation, but it's going to be tinged with a lot of sadness and a lot of, uh, a lot of negativity, I, I, I think. We'll yeah. try and find some glimmers of hope in there, will we, yes. boys? Now, They're beating the Bulldogs at the moment. Hey, strong. Though, so. Tell me more. Strong. Tell me more about, uh, about this pre-season, <laughs> JLT. pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-season competition. I don't even know what JLT stands for, but they're in front. <laughs> okay. 
Good to hear. Good to hear. I'm up. I'm up and I'm up. I've you brought it back. Yeah. I think you're up and about. But I think there's the, the more important pie store of the year is pie prices in WA. And what are they going to charge them at? Pie prices. Maybe, maybe Ants can provide some updates uh, of how yeah, that's going to, uh, you know, contract negotiations there. Obviously, and dramas. Right. And in the spirit of over-under, let's do an over-under pie price at Perth Stadium. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yes. I think we'd have to look at the, the line's probably about $5.50 on that. Oh, 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 Sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. Any overs on that? Overs, <laughs> overs yeah. on the pie prices. Yeah. As you can tell, folks, we tackle all the big issues here. Now, let's get our cards on the table. Uh, we had T Rick in the studio last week. I've never seen a more fucking biased fan than Tommy talking about Hawthorne. It was ridiculous. Yeah. He's gone to more grand finals than anyone would in their lifetime, and he's complaining about one they lost randomly. So, Tommy went out there, said essentially Hawthorne's going to win every game. So, let's get him on the table. Uh, everyone knows uh, that I'm a long, long suffering uh, bag of Supporter, so let's go. Uh, let's go counterclockwise. Ants on the table. Uh, kangaroos, man. Since probably the early seventies. So I was, I was pretty. There was a long time through the eighties where I was uh, wondering if I'd ever see a premiership in my lifetime. Uh, when I when I was over over the age of eighteen, but the boys came through, and the magical era of the late nineties was was just fantastic. So I've um, got a few years ahead now of some suffering. <laughs> I'm joining the blue baggers on that front. <laughs> oh, hang on. And Ants is going to break down the trust the process segment uh, on the Kangas, right? Oh, yeah, in, we'll look forward to that coming up later in the show. But we don't say the word tanking. Correct? This doesn't exist. No. It is. Uh, it doesn't yeah. exist. No, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. No, not at all. It's, no. uh, what's your... Ha- Manage- what is- management. Management, yes. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to say it, isn't it? Loss management. <laughs> Long-term <laughs> planning. I think it's, uh, you know, flooding the, young, the younger crew. This management. Gil McLaughlin, block your ears at this point. You can come back in in 30 seconds. Uh, Earl's... Yes, another mad blue bag. Heavily weighted to the blue bag on, on this table, yeah, but um, spoiled through the 80s and 90s, just got used to winning. And it's been lean since 95. Fair. I went to 99 grand final and we lost, but we won the prelims, so who gives a rats? <laughs> <laughs> you beat Essendon, and that's the more important. Oh, we've been squeezing the life out of that for the last 15 years or so, but uh, yeah, look, we're doing it tough, but we've finally swallowed our medicine and working out that the draft is there for all the teams. We can't buy players anymore. Mm. Could get Earl Sporting back in the team. <laughs> we could. Earl <laughs> Sporting. David Kernahan and uh, I like the days of Bolly Meldrum walking in off the street and they're gone, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tough. Bring back the checkbook era, though. Yeah, well, correct. Yeah. Hey. Surely there's Bitcoin or something else we can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We might pick that up a little bit later on. Fonzul. Uh, yes, uh, another, another cold man oh, here, and yes, it's been a. You can feel the pain through the airway. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's uh, there's hope. There's always hope, and I think uh, that's where most of us, as uh, with any kind of support, uh, sporting uh, uh, supporter, is always looking for the, the hope in the uh, in the future. And I think we're uh, we're getting there and making the right steps. And uh, Look, I suppose, you know, it's always great when uh, when Carlton beats a, a rival, and whether it be uh, a Collingwood or an Essendon, and uh, I don't know, I, just yes. thinking, I was actually thinking the other day, you know, I was thinking about Juddy, right? Because, you know, Juddy moved across from WA and, uh, you know, was obviously looking for a, a new home, and, I mean, obviously he was uh, hosted by a number of clubs, Essendon one of them, and I think, uh, look, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, he said that the Essendon facilities weren't up to scratch at the time, and uh, I think inadvertently it might have uh, kicked off the... Uh, the dramas of Essendon post uh, post Juddy. So I would say inadvertently, Juddy wow. is uh, kind of responsible. Wow. Uh, wow. He's, he's, got, got, he's, he's got, got a 
it's gone all grassy knoll on us. Oh, yeah. Can we get this legal? Can we get this legal? Yeah. <laughs> In the book depository, John. <laughs> well, as I did say, whatever it takes, and uh, I think it was, um, you know, I think you might have had a, maybe a little thing to do with it. Oh, yeah. that's I like that. He's set it up. Yeah. He's gone all Oswald on us. All right. <laughs> okay, straight from Area 51 or whatever the fuck it's called. How are you, Davo? Uh, Mighty Pies. Uh, <laughs> Been lack, lacking uh, lacking in a bit of glory over recent years, but uh, I, I was there to experience the uh, 2010 win uh, at pub in Essendon and the Count Arco here. The very Count Arco was with me, and he said to me about halfway through the. Uh, actually, no, we all went to the pub. We went to the pub um, in the in the city for the for the drawn grand final mm. actually, and. Um, that was very depressing, and I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know what was going on. I was, I was full of beer, full of parmesan and chips, and watching this result, I thought, I thought we were going to win that game. I really did, and I thought, oh, this is depressing. We've got to come back next week. So we, we, we kept it low-key the next week. Everyone was busy. So Ken Arco and I went to a pub in Essendon and uh, watched the Mighty Pies sort of dominate the first quarter, and halfway through the first quarter, Arco was going, oh, just relax, mate. It's yours. The premiership's yours, but I couldn't. It's over. I couldn't relax, even, if, <laughs> even when we were... 38, 40 points up. Couldn't relax. <laughs> he, he was white knuckles till they bought the streamers out. I oh, know. It's very, it's very, it's for our listeners should understand. Davo is very positive. He doesn't very often get down. And, and, you know. <laughs> I think we equate pies and stress. When we're talking about Dave. So, Dave, we might uh, we'll go easy on you. When we come to the uh, the pies breakdown, yep. shall we? Give, give me a few grey hairs, but I think they've been in. Uh, 746 grand finals and managed to win 12 or 13 of them. So, so, yeah, so the, the, the win rate's not too bad anyway. So I'll just leave it at that. Gold. Well, let's get straight into it, folks. Here is the breakdown. Uh, season win projections. We've had the abacus out. This is the way to uh, to beat the books and get the over-unders you need this season. Uh, the boys have been hard in the lab, I know. I've done all the fucking data work and now they're going to ride the wave. Okay, so boys, are you ready to go? Mm. Yep. In no particular order, starting with the worst teams. And let's actually call out that I think our teams are definitely in at least the, the bottom ten. And uh, I think Carlton and North are probably bottom five. We can get a consensus on that as yeah, we go. Right. We, we yeah. agree with that. Yeah. All right. Gold Coast. Five and a half wins over under. I've got some leading uh, leading points and then uh, over to the floor. Gold Coast. By the Arco ratings, uh, trademark pending. Uh, Gold Coast, so I've got their offence ranked 15th, their midfield ranked 16th, defence ranked 18th, overall ranking of 16, uh, and they've got a fairly easy schedule in terms of who they play, but boys, as I bring you in, let's just call it out. Uh, Peter Beattie in the Com games have absolutely <laughs> just hammered Gold Coast. It means they're not going to play at home to round 10. They go to Cairns, they go to Ballarat, they go to Perth twice, Adelaide, Melbourne, Shanghai, Sydney, I think, somewhere in there, Christ. They're going to come home at the halfway mark of the season. Yeah, I think they're travelling about 400,000 kilometres in the first 10 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, not making any use of the light rail project they've got in place. So, uh, <laughs> no light rail. No light rail. <laughs> Where's the infrastructure when you need it? I think Stuart has got that on his whiteboard. <laughs> so no, no Gary Ablett, obviously. The great man's gone from Cavalav back down to the Paris of the South. No Brandon Matera. Um, a lot of outs. New coach in Stewie Jew. Uh, someone said to me that Dewey might have the reverse honeymoon the first half of the season in the Hurt Locker. Honey Dew. Over under, boys. I've gone a massive under here. One of my biggest positions of the year. I've pegged Gold Coast at around four wins. Thoughts? I don't think you're too far off, actually. Um, I think they, are, they will struggle. Um, but I think they'll be competitive in a sense. But... 
I think it's really got to be blooding a new a new young uh, crew, I'd say, at some point. That's what their long-term project will need to be. I think they're, uh, I'm not too sure what their financial situation is. Anyone anyone know if they got some additional funding or, uh, no. you know, Gary's gone, have they opened up their, uh, their wallets? Look, Gary, Gary going might give other blokes an opportunity, but look, they'll, they'll be zero and eight or whatever it is at the start. They yeah. might pitch a few mm. up at home, you know, when it's a bit dewy or mm. team's not quite switched on, but yeah, we're talking four. Yeah. yeah. Got, got, Anthony got Kangas in round one up at Cairns. Are you going to that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fly in, fly out. <laughs> no, oh, the, oh, I mean, Gold Coast is so interesting. And, and all, with all these teams, when they play each other, how they go. And it's and it's going to be dependent on the location. Mm. And I, I, I mean, Gold Coast won six last year. So five and a half is going to be pretty close. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if, as you say, Stewie Jew, I, I think maybe he might have a bit of an influence. And mm. maybe they get the six. Mm. It, could be, it could be an overs for me. Only just. Interesting. Mm. Let's go around clockwise. Davo, over, under five and a half. I think under. I think the fact they're not playing at home on their Gold Coast Stadium, um, you know, that, that tells me that uh, they might struggle initially. Um, Stewie Dew, I think, is going to bring too many Pinites into the equation as well. Um, <laughs> but so a great left foot kick, though. Yes. Great yeah. left footer. Yes. Yeah. He'll be yes. potting him from the centre at Metricon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, unders. unders for me. Unders for me. Unders? Yeah. Fonzie? Yeah, I'd say unders for me too. Yeah. Look, Bells. I think unders, but uh, I think Ant makes a few good points, and, mm. and I'll drag Carlton into every team analysis I can think of. <laughs> um, because I watched Tom Lynch kick seven against us, and they beat us. So they have some talent, mm. and, um, no, it'll be... I'm saying unders, but, uh, yeah, be close. And so I think what you're saying, if I hear you right, is maybe Gold Coast's second half of the season is when they might find their feet a little bit under Dewey. Yeah, once, once they step down from 30,000 feet. <laughs> Back from Shanghai. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a winner, that trip, surely. <laughs> the Shanghai trip. Oh, jeez, oh. the only way's up. I think Rocket Eve made them fly by about four cities on the way there. Well, it took about 30 hours to get there last year. Look, you've got to look at the positives. It's going to be altitude training. They should come out pretty good, even if it's a 30,000. <laughs> Amen. Well played. All right, so we've got four unders and an over on that one. That's Gold Coast. Uh, let's go to Carlton. Go get the violin out here, boys. Five and a half. Who wants to start? Five and a half. Let me call in with the data. It pains me to say this, fellas. 17th in offence. Kick a fucking goal, yes. for Christ's sake. 17 on midfield, 11 on defence. Bolton said this when he came in. Work mm. on the percentage, work on the defence, Ruzi style, and then and work your way forward. Work your way through the midfield to the forward line. So the defence has improved a lot. I've got them ranked 15th overall, about middle of the middle of the table in terms of strength of schedule. I've got them peaked at five. I'm taking the under just under five and a half. Uh, Carlton supporters, uh, yeah, who wants to go? I, I think so. We're pretty pretty fragile, you know. No Doherty, no Gibbs. That's quality gone. Replacement with who, I don't know. Um, Cripps, Cruiser, Murphy, and it drops away. You know, there's young kids. You know, there's a bit of talent there, but you can't really rely on them. So um, we might pinch a few, but um, I think unders. What did we go last year? Six. Six and 16, did we? Mm -hmm. Last year. I think they won two of their last 12 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they don't get a good start, they can't see it. Trouble. Yeah. Fonzie? Yeah, I'd probably say actually just over just a little bit. I'd say um, overs, overs five and a half. Yeah, I would say I would say six, maybe even six point five, possibly. <laughs> mm. um, I think they will be a bit of a surprise packet. They're, uh, I think they're coming together as a team. It's a young, it's a young group. Yeah, they're going to get uh, they're going to get smashed. At, uh, but I think there's there's definitely green shoots, um, and I think you know it's really going to come down to injuries. And if if a, yeah. a younger side can sort of uh, ride those injuries better than some of the more established. 
teams, I think, uh, at the end of the day, Carlton might be... Uh, Homsy. Yeah, he might, might pull out an extra win or two. He's a little bit bullish. Oh, he's he's, he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Seeing, uh, Come again, folks. <laughs> I like it. Special comments. And Stavo, thoughts? Oh, I, I have to agree with uh, with Earls. I mean, the two the two massive losses in Gibbs and yeah. Doherty have to go unders on no, that for unders. mine. Six last year, but um, that was off the back of Gibbs in scintillating form. So no, another year of learning for the Blues. Yeah, <laughs> I think another point too, if Bolton's trying to make them attack more, it's going to open them up. They're not going to have the, the, the skill or the experience to, to, to stop the, the flow. If they want to try and score, it's going to open them up the other way. So mm. I think that's where they'll... What are the crowds doing, boys? I'm happy to defer to the Carlton boys on the program here today. Uh, haven't really looked at Carlton very much in recent times, but um, yeah. What are the crowds doing? Is, is there a chance that they might play their home games at Icon Park? Just to get you more That was the most straight faced delivery of the year. <laughs> uh, not with the current lux levels of lightings at Icon. <laughs> no, no one will say anything. Well, uh, that could be good the, for us. Uh, <laughs> The men's team be the, the curtain raiser for the women's team, is that right? <laughs> right? How are the women travelling at the moment? I think low-light conditions could suit Carlton, man. Yes. So I think you're actually yeah. onto something there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so consensus, I think, is apart from Fonzie, who's the ultimate optimist, yes. and potentially a Carlton spokesperson in disguise, I think <laughs> someone slipped him, Johnny Elliott slipped him an envelope, yeah, I think. Yeah, OK, so we're going unders, I think, collectively. We're going to nod around the table. Yes, nods work really on podcast. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, yes, great. <laughs> All right, that's two down. OK, folks. Take dictation. Brisbane, the Lions, real mystery team this year. I'll call out the over-under, six and a half on the over-under. Here are my numbers. Fascinating last year, firstly. Third in offense yes. effectiveness last year. Why? They were third best getting it points on the board for inside 50s. They hardly ever got it in there, but yep. when they did, they converted. Yep. Completely the oppo to Port, and I'll bring Port in obviously a little bit later. Brisbane, seventh on offense as a result. If they can keep those, those conversion rates up, they're a chance to hit the scoreboard hard. But this is where they break down. 18th in midfield and 17th in defense. It all goes the other way, and they had just crazy scores against them in 2017. Got them ranked 17th overall. I've got them at four wins. So I'll show my cards and bring you in, fellas. Six and a half, the over-under. I've gone a big uh, under here. I've got nothing for Hodgie coming in. I think he's more about the locker room and leadership <laughs> and maybe a future coaching career. He'll be a good general. I've sent a half back trying to set a bit of a standard. I saw uh, Tom Bell uh, in the AFLX. I went to one game, let the record show. Tom Bell, he is just like Roger Ramjet on just, I don't know what, on a lot of protein. He's looking ridiculous. I don't know how he's going to actually play football this year. Um, and another another Carlton defection. Correct, correct. Yes, another Carlton. And, and Mitch Robinson. And Mitch Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going under. That's my card. Six and a half. Uh, Ants, do you want to start? Oh, I can't disagree with any of that. That's it. They won, what, they won five last year. I think six and a half is very generous. I think you can you can go to the bank on unders for that. Mm. Definitely. It yeah. feels that way. Feels mm. no contraire. I think They'll be right. I think they'll be right, Brisbane. They can score. They know how to score, and I think, and I think, um, I, I'm bullish. I reckon they'll be right. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Uh, Dave, I bring you in, and then go to the Fonz. Brisbane, eh? Um, <coughs> yeah, Brisbane. 
not quite sure what to say about Brisbane. I haven't followed Brisbane very much. I haven't done a lot of analysis, actually. I should have done a bit more analysis for this program. <laughs> you're selling yourself yeah. short. <laughs> Just say unders. That's unders. right, yeah. Uh, what, what, are we, what are we saying? 6.5? Six, 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 that's right. Six and a half? Yes, uh, he's our new Brisbane correspondent. <laughs> I'll just say... Up, I reckon they might, they might win a few more games. I'll go over this. Oh. Yeah. With total yes. conviction. I would, uh, no, I would maybe not put all your house money on, uh, on Davo's analysis there. <laughs> Fonzie, Fonzie, we'll come to Collingwood in a minute, Davo. Fonzel? I would say, look, I have to say unders. I think I have to agree with Ant. I think it's uh, pretty generous there having it uh, at six, six and a half. But, uh, look, Hodgie's, uh, Hodgie's going to be great there. He's um, definitely a, a great cultural fit and he'll be uh, leading by example on and off the field. But... Uh, yeah, whether it's uh, enough to uh, to get that group where they need to be. Um, yeah, I think they still need a, another season or two to really get that so get some clarity there. Deacon, just a, just a comment. AFL are really really struggling in Queensland. Mm. Uh, they are. It's a tough market for them. Membership is down at both clubs. So it feels to me like Gold Coast in particular is in the Port Adelaide days of you know what eight years ago or so when uh, you know they're covering the seats and I can't see them rebounding for a little while. So I know they've been putting a lot of capital into Western Sydney, but Brisbane they're really in the hurt locker in Brisbane and uh, down Cavalathway. It's yeah. likewise in other codes as mm-hmm. well. So uh, Brisbane, uh, Gold Coast, is tough in the market. area. Yeah. Do we, yeah. do we have any? Do we have an update on how um, the Gabba, you know, obviously refurbishment or potentially a new new site? Is there any news on that? Break it down for us, anyone know? Davo, you're a Brisbane correspondent. Just <laughs> not sure. We might have changed the colours of the seats, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, not sure. Boys. Reinstate the dog track, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all, all we can really say is that you're driving down. We're obviously in Byron, but uh, driving past the the brand making new AFL uh, complex up the road is uh, look, looks fantastic. Uh, and empty. So, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, pristine. Pristine. It's pristine, pristine, isn't it? Well, you've got pristine. It's pristine. It's easy to lose when there's no one there. Yes. I think it's Carlton's experience Correct. for a long, long time. Correct. Let's go to uh, a team that someone might have a vested interest in here, the Kangas. The, uh, the trusted process potentially tanking, without saying the word tanking, Team Ants uh, will come down to Arden Street. Let me call it in here. Offence, middle of the road, ninth I've got them at. I've got their midfield at 13th. They're kind of in no man's land. I've got their defence at 14th. You're grimacing as I say this, mate. Uh, what have I got there? 14th overall. Schedule rating, about middle of the road. I've pegged them at six. What's their over-under? Six and a half? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough line. This is the best line of the four we've done so far, I would say. It feels right on the money to be. Uh, I don't want to bring you in yet, Ants, uh, because you can you can weigh in a little bit harder. Uh, Carlton boys, any thoughts on the uh, the club down the road? I don't know. I think, they're, um, I think North is in, a, it's in an unusual position where, obviously, it's... Um, I don't think it's hit the bottom yet. I think it's, uh, you know, obviously lost a lot of players, a lot yep. of talent. Yep. Um, and I, I think they will be competitive for some games, but I think there's going to be some blowouts in others. So it's really hard to pick, you know, especially I think these last, the last couple of sides where North is going to sit and whether they've really got further to go. Um, I think six and a, I think, uh, yeah, six and a half, maybe a little bit generous, but... Um, How many games have been last year? Six. Yeah. Six. six. Mm. Mm. So I thought they were better than that. Yeah. Yeah. So we went six and sixteen last year. A lot of teams did then. There's a handful of yeah. teams that have gone six yeah, and sixteen. That's right. And, and I think we're going to find. Well, everyone's. I mean, with all this group, mm. that, that it'll be how they travel against each other. But they're going to be in the similar. They'll win enough to keep people happy, but yeah. not not too many. Mm. And as a supporter, 
I want them to win more than six. Yeah. <laughs> the less, the better yeah. at the moment. This is the year to do that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's mm. going to be another cracking draft. Yeah, they're, 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 the next draft is going to be huge, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it could be the bumpy year to do it. And this is the AFL's challenge. There's the, I don't know how they're going to get around the fact that some teams strategically, this is time when you can get some kids on the park, you're going to drop some games and do a reset. You know, and I think North's in that, that position where they got you know the likes of weight still in the forward line. At mm. some point, they're going to have to make that call, and you know start to flip the switch to the kids. And I think it, yeah, the bumper draft's coming. It could be the time. On that basis, guys, six and a half, six last year. I've I've pegged them at six wins, but I'm going the under here. I'm going the under because I just think strategically as a club, whether anyone admits it or not, they want to. It's in their interest to lose, shall I say. Yeah. So I'm taking the under. Uh, can I just get it around the table over under? Davo? Yep. Unders. 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 Oh, okay. Consensus. So we've got a couple of consensus so far. That's one of them. Let's do one more for the break. Uh, Frio correspondent, WA correspondent, and Rickards. You've been over there every week doing the hard yards for us. Let's bring in Frio. Uh, the Dockers... Yeah, they're the twilight game on Sunday when everyone's just over. They've watched, you know, eight other games of footy and, you know, the 440 game on, on the Dockers. It's hard to watch. Um, offense, last year, measly into this year, 18th. Cannot get a score. Russ Lyon just loves the grind. He loves it. 15th on midfield, 15th on defense. I've got them ranked as the worst team in the AFL. The third hardest schedule, but by virtue of playing at Perth Stadium, yes. being at home, mm. the travel factor. I've got them at seven wins, but at eight and a half line, I'll show my cards, listeners. I've already gone hard on the unders on Frio. It's one of my biggest positions of the year, that and Gold Coast. Anthony? Well, thank you, Count. I, um, well, I have been working hard down at the, um, the City Beach studio. <laughs> Great. How is the facilities over there? I, I must let the listeners know that every um, broadcast studio for the handle has a certain criteria. It must be beachside and it must have a UV rating of A+. Because <laughs> for those who can't... We haven't launched any photos off the Twitter account yet, but... Count Arco here's probably not enough pre-seasons for all of us. <laughs> and he's sitting here in the refoil glistening. There's no tackles are gonna stick Dusty Martin style here. It's absolutely glistening. We are never recording in Tassie. Just let the record no. show. Okay, it's all heat. So we're in the pre-season studio here at uh, Byron Bay, which meets the criteria. Um, <laughs> so, so you're over there in City Beach. I'm City City, everyone's fine in this studio, by the way. So I'm over there, I'm chatting to uh, Barra and Goss and getting all the inside intel. I was doing some beach sprints the other day with um, a couple of the boys and the, what are your thoughts well you know they've got a couple of guys with experience but after like Fife and Hill and McCarthy and even the, the both Hills and Mundy but after that it falls away a lot of new blood down at Frio and I think you're right they're gonna struggle but mm. they're in similar to a lot of these teams they're in a youth phase and actually just hot off the press Bradley Hill little quad strain, just when I was out sprinting him down on the beach, he just went to go that bit hard, but he tweaked his quad. Season. That's season. So he, he won't start, definitely. First couple of weeks, he'll be out. Breaking news. Yeah, but the other one is, you know, one, one of the boys is so confident on the comeback of Harley Bunnell, he reckons he could win a brown line. Oh, I know, I know. They're, they're bullish, they're bullish they're on Harley. They're very bullish on Harley. Yeah. 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 So, wow. so wow. Uh, the other side of that yeah. bet, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Earls, so, you, so sorry, just close it out. Ants uh, over under well, eight and eight and a half line. I, kind know. Of oh. I, I, I think eight and a half. That's I mean, yeah. I, I, the other thing with the Perth teams, it'll be interesting how they adopt the new stadium. Mm. I mean, at the moment, it's coming off a good summer track. 
I had the penetrometer out the other day. It was only about 3.8. <laughs> it's very hard deck. I mean, you should have seen the boys in the T20. They, they were just blocking it. It was going for four. It was incredibly <laughs> quick. Oh, yeah. So Ooh. it'll be interesting how the boys play. It could be a bit of a... Yeah, so they might need a bit more water over on the deck there. So the Perth, I'm thinking unders. Yeah, unders. Definitely. Just yeah. on the size of the stadium, and we'll pick up size, size a little bit later, um, you know, the, the size of some of these grounds. Perth Stadium's coming in a little bit larger than SCG ground size. 165 by 130 for equivalence that's kind of like the old footy park size right obviously well off the mcg so it's it's a firm track by the sounds of it and you've been out it's there a very fast track with the yes. bunson burner and the whatever else the key test this is the level the eight count team go to to give you the analysis you need so ants and i are taking the under is that correct we're going on or am i putting words in your oh, no you're right no i did say under is correct brains trust frio yeah, I'd say unders too. Um, there, there. I think being a being a Perth side, probably not flew across, and they are a bit of an enigma at the back there. But uh, I don't know it's kind of it's kind of funny to see what Ross Lyon's going to do over the you know over the next couple of years. Uh, obviously, a bit disappointed about missing their window. I think, uh, and obviously a bit of rebuilding now. But I don't know. It's uh, I think they're going to struggle. I mean, mm. travel travel's going to travel's going to kill it. Um, they're going to be hard on that. But new ground. Dolls in the gate, I think. What effect does the new ground bring to the equation? I mean, you know, does it get them a few wins? Do you, you say get well, them a couple of wins? Big parochial crowd. Feral's absolutely feral over there in Fremantle. Hello to all of our Fremantle listeners <laughs> <laughs> who've actually got. And shout out to my uh, family in law. Lovely people. I'd say the big challenge for North oh, Fremantle. The hate mail. The hate mail's coming. Oh, no. I, I would say that the big, cha- the big challenge that Freo's going to have is where are they going to put the inflatable anchors? <laughs> oh yes. Has that been? Is that a design? You know, have they planned that design? And what are they going to do? With it? Put them on the new roof after. I'll contact the aviation. Uh, well, I don't know, it's a chef. Authorities over there. Get on the car. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, let's, let's close this out, the first part of the segment. Uh, so, uh, Ants and I, unders. Fonzie, I couldn't tell if you're unders. I think oh, you're yeah, unders. Sorry, I am unders, yes. Unders. Yes. Unders with, yeah, that caveat that they might get a couple of wins. Uh, just that, that feral crowd getting them over the, over the line. <laughs> Thank you, David. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be fiery cauldron. It's going to be fiery, fiery cauldron there. They're gonna, they, might, they might just own that. We've definitely got the right Perth correspondent in Anthony. Uh, Earls, look, uh, oh, I think yeah, eight and a half sort of threw me a bit, but I think Gunders on that base. They've got five. He's a gun. If he stays fit, he could jag a few wins, literally. You just drag him across the line. But, uh, I mean... It, yes, it's in Perth, but it's a new stadium and they might not be used to it themselves. So, yeah, good point. Yeah, good good point. We'll Folks, we're going to take a break. After the break, uh, we're going to come back and keep breaking down the teams, giving you all the analysis you need. So just to round out that top five, sorry, let me say the disastrous five that'll just definitely be at the bottom of the table. I think everyone's in agreement. Gold Coast, Carlton, Brisbane, North, Frio, maybe not in that order, but is that the bottom five? Consensus around the room? Yes. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Okay, you heard it here first. Still probably not. But anyway, you've heard it here from a very definitive team. After the break, we're going to come back and jump into, I think, St Kilda. Stand by. Gonna make that woman so proud of a son. I know you heard about changes. Go change. One question. Will you be there? Will you be there? I'll be there with my hands held high in the air like a champion. Because I'm the man to win. Welcome back to The Handle, brought to you by 8 Counts, breaking down the over and under projections for the 2018 season. I've got the Brains Trust here in the Hemingway Suite, live from Byron Bay. 
We're doing our pre-season finest work up here. We've gone so hard that Earls is in the moon boot and in on the indefinite list. <laughs> uh, I think he'd still get a game of Carlton, mate, despite the, uh, For sure. the injury setback. For sure. So we've got, we've gone down the top... Uh, the, 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 sorry, the first five teams. I've said that twice now. I think in my head I want Carlton to finish top five. Bottom five we've done. Carlton, Gold Coast, Brisbane, North and Frio. Let's go to some teams that there's a real uh, debate around. Uh, St Kilda. Over under nine and a half wins. I'll give you my headlines, folks, and then I'll, I'll bring, uh, bring the crew in. The Saints, I've got them ranked 14th on offence, 10th on midfield, 10th on defence for a ranking of 12th overall, and I've got them at six hardest schedule. Uh, I'm right on this line. I reckon this is a really accurate line for me. Uh, I've got them at nine wins. Uh, I, it's a real question mark for St Kilda. What, they go 11-11 last year? They split yep. it? Is that correct? That's yeah. right. So I guess the big question for the group is maybe, are they a team going forwards or backwards in 2018? Earls, you've been down Moorabbin lately uh, with the, the spy glasses out. What are you? I actually drove past um, Linen House, whatever it's called. That's miles away. So they're actually they're moving to Moorabbin, I think. That's just getting fixed up. So that's actually would be a help, I would think, train at, at your own ground, where you should be. I've just got to think about some I don't really rate them. I, I mean, I don't really have a lot of facts except to say that, um, you know, Rewalt, whilst he, he didn't play a lot last year, he's a, he's a key figure through the, through the midfield when they, when they transition through him from defence. He's not there, and it just puts another level of responsibility on the next layer of player. Paddy McCartan, yep, a lot of promise. The kid's going to be good at some stage, but I don't think he can hold up a key post for the whole year. I'm, a, I think they're just going to stagnate myself, and so I'm, I'm saying unders. Unders, yeah, it's a, it's a tough line, isn't it? Uh, but I hear you. I mean, you look across their half forward line, and they're, they're probably in their best twenty-two. You got Acres, Gresham, Membry, McCartan. It's a bit of a patchwork forward line. Yeah, I, I couldn't name their defence either. I can't think of. I mean, Robertson gets a lot of the ball, but. I don't know. I, I just nothing grabs me. Come on, mate, Jimmy Webster. <laughs> hey, household name down there at halfback flank. Come on. <laughs> okay, Earl's going under. Fonzie, yeah. over under. Look, I'd probably get under. I'd say. Um, I think there was a lot of uh, look. They did. They probably finished the season off quite strongly last year. Um, where they go this year is, um, I think it's going to be a bit of a surprise packet. I think they uh, obviously the, the loss of of Revolt there and. There's a lot of media talk, obviously, with you know, my tenure there you know, going as well. Yep. And I think um, there's been a lot of hype about St Kilda in that sense. But this year, I think it's going to be a little bit quieter. They're going to have to sort of prove their worth on the, on the track. Um, I just don't think they've got a... a they've probably got a, a good core. I wouldn't say it's a great core. I think they've still got a lot of work to, to do. Um, I would say... Look, under's only just. Um, but I do think there are probably some other teams that will probably challenge them. Um, in the sense of being under at this point in time on the ladder. But Fonzie's gone under, Earls has gone under. I'm fence-sitting, Davo, over-under. 11-11 last year. Uh, I think a lot of Saints supporters will be hoping that they go, you know, one or two game uh, wins more than that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can't see it. I think they're going to run Jack Billings through the, mid, uh, the midfield a bit more. They're trying to turn him into a, a pure midfielder. Um, but, uh, and, you know, from an interesting point of view too, Nathan Freeman, the, uh, the recruit from Collingwood, the star recruit, uh, who never played a game for Collingwood, to be honest. But uh, he's done his, uh, done his done his injury again. He's done his calf or his quad or whatever it was. Hamstring, it was. Chronic yeah, hamstring problem. So, yeah. So, um, Davo's under. And it's, uh, I, I mean, 
every second player with a jack in their name down at St Kilda, so <laughs> <laughs> can't go too far wrong. I think I think the nine and I, I'm thinking they'll get the ten or eleven again. Yeah. And uh, I, I think they might just miss finals. I'm, I'm not predicting for top eight, but I think they'll win more than the nine and a half for me. So I'm going overs. Yeah, you know what? I might flip the switch and go overs on this one too. I've just had a look. We've gone the first five unders. Yeah. So at some stage, some team has to win. Right? <laughs> Someone's got to be beating. Someone's got to be beating those teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give Saints 10 wins. Uh, but let the record show, three unders, two overs. Uh, if I was putting money on that one, I would not put money on. That's a tight line. I would just leave that right alone. I think the bookies got that right where it is. Uh, St Kilda, a bit of an enigma. Let's go to another enigma. Davo, uh, anointed lover of all things Western Australia. <laughs> you can arm wrestle with ants. He's just about living over there. Uh, West Coast, 10 and a half. Uh, look, I'm going to show my cards here, guys. I just think they were bloody lucky to, A, make finals last year. They had that game against Adelaide, the last mm-hmm. game. They needed to win by, what, 20, 21, 22 yep. points. Yep. They got in. They won overtime against Port in the elimination final. And so I'm going to come straight to you on West Coast. You are our WA correspondent. Thank you for doing the hard yards out there. Uh, mate, I've got these guys just over 10 and a half. I think you're an 11 11 team. You've been out per stadium running with the boys at City Beach. What's a breakdown? Yes, thank you, Arco. Well, I mean, West Coast, they're an interesting one because they have lost a couple of experienced guys through uh, Petrie and Mitchell and Pritis, but they still have got some great players. Um, the, the big pillars, Kennedy and Hearn, and, you know, their midfield's good. And, um, so, I, I mean, they have got a bit more youth coming through. Simo's contracted till 2020. There's a lot of stability. Stability. So, I, I think they'll be overs on the 10. I think they'll get the 11. Mm. Um, and, and, I mean, they did win 12 last year to make the 8th so eighth spot. So, I, the, the big one, I mean... What are the question marks, mate? The big questions. So, the, the perennial, the last two years. Nick Nat. How's he going? So he's still not quite right. They're not even sure if he'll play a pre-season. So I think wow. he's had a couple of minor setbacks along the way. Um, so, you know, without him, he makes a massive difference. So I, I think I still think they'll get the ten and a half overs. Um, the, the other one, I just wanted to mention a little side, a bit of digression, that there's this, um, there's this mysterious, mysterious illness in the AFL called homesickness. So... The and AFL clubs, uh, they, they seem to find this magical cure. Um, like the perfect example was Patrick Dangerfield. You know, he was flying at Adelaide, suddenly struck down by homesickness. Pops up at Geelong, cured. Amazing. Down at Mogs. Down at Mogs, sitting on the beach, surfing, fishing, loving it. And then... Doing his suit ads. Where else is <laughs> yeah. doing oh, everything. everything. He's running the AFL now. He is. Yeah, if it doesn't go through him, nothing gets done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, are we going overs on Patrick Dangerfield yeah, you know, being right. AFL president at some point? Who else more recently I'm thinking? Uh, Gary Ablett. Mm. You know, was going really well at um, Gold Coast. Suddenly, homesick. Struck down. That seemed to translate to a sore shoulder as well. I'm not sure how that worked. but And then, this year... Cats, again, magical cure Reborn. for homesickness, mm. totally. But uh, there's, a, there's a bit of um, worry about, uh, or even late last year, was around um, Jack Lever. Mm. You know, he was flying for Adelaide, premiership um, contending team. And suddenly he was struck down with homesickness. Um, and it made him really delirious. So I'm not sure if any of the <laughs> listeners actually really noticed. But Jake was... Um, Hi to Jake. He's Jake out. was warming up before the grand final. 
and he was on his own. He was sitting in the Melbourne change rooms and he's looking around the Jeep. Richmond were in their home rooms, Adelaide were in the visitors' rooms, and Jake's sitting in the Melbourne change rooms. And he's like, how good are these? Like, I could be here all next year. And he was, he was, um, he was listening, I could be playing in front of big crowds at the G every week, loving it. Getting yelled out on a Sunday from the Melbourne oh, members. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so after, uh, uh, suddenly October comes around, Jake's doing presses and he's cured. Homesickness, not more, no more. He's, 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 so he's been flying in pre-season down at the D's. Do you think Jake Lever, when he's sitting there in the change rooms, he's hearing, he's really sensing the inspirational speeches of Mark Neald? Oh. I mean, he wasn't amazing. <laughs> wasn't amazing oh, no. coach. They'd be reverberating oh. around. Do you think they'd play them on, on, on speaker just to inspire people to greatness? They'd be echoing through the walls. Some of the worst <laughs> pre-season, probably pre-game speeches of all time. Mark Neald letting people in. Oh. Sorry, digression again. Sorry, Jake well, So he's gone to Melbourne. He's gone. He's He's cured. Homesickness. Have so you got uh, you got the white coat on and uh, the stethoscope for some reason? It's thirty degrees. Oh, uh, okay. Have you got anyone else that you're diagnosing with homesickness? Well, we, we were talking about West Coast, but there is some small rumours that um, Jeremy McGovern might be having a bit of a cough and a splutter, and he doesn't look quite right. So there's a he, and uh, the other thing I was thinking recently was that homesickness seems to be narrowed down to a certain type of player. He's around 26 to 30 years old. He's either a free agent or a restricted free agent. Mm. Gets struck down with homesickness. Mm. And then there's this magical cure. (laughs) Between the dots. The word on the street is that there's a lot of teams, a couple of teams over east with a lot of a lot of cash in their war chest, dare I say it, <laughs> that might be offering McGovern some cure to homesickness over seven years. A cure? Yeah. Come back so, to the heartland. So yes. anyway, that's a that's a side side um, side thing on on uh, West Coast. I like so. it, Ants. That could be a new segment, uh, homesickness segment. So you're going overs with me. I'm going overs. Slide overs. Yeah. Just overs. Brains trust, rapid fire, overs, unders, West Coast. I concur, overs. Dado, Earl, Fonzie, Earls? Uh, yeah, I'd say just overs, just only just. Um, but yeah, strong. Uh, and Earls, I think you're pretty bullish on the Eagles, don't you? Um, Do they play in finals? Very bullish. I think they I think they can. I think they can. They've got enough quality on every line to uh, to get the job done. I think they'll win their fair share. Finished off the season well last year, getting into the finals. Yeah. Stealing Melbourne's spot. Yeah. They'll be loving that. <laughs> yep. And, and also, <laughs> the, the Perth thing as well, they'll win... They'll go in favourite most home games too, so yep. there's your eight nine there. So Okay. That's my call. Overs. <laughs> Alright, so recapping. Uh, the, the the bracket we're doing right now, St Kilda. I wrote down mixed. Uh, I think we could really decide, decide on that one. I think we just had to leave <laughs> it alone. Take your powder dry on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, save your coin, don't step to the window. Uh, we've got Earl's a step to the window with his with his fortnightly paycheck. He's gone overs in a big way. Uh, we'll ride you on that one, Earl's. Uh, let's go to Hawthorne. Uh, Tommy, uh, I could not even get him off the fucking topic last week. It was Hawthorne for 45 minutes. Uh, Okay, ten and a half wins really quickly. My mind, they're going backwards. Uh, I think they've peaked. We've had peak Hawthorne, and now we're seeing uh, post-peak Hawthorne, the decline. Ten and a half, I've got them unders. Boys, rapid fire, over, under. Yeah, unders for me. They actually won ten and a half exactly last year, so you got the line spot on there, Ark. I, 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 think, I think unders. Sorry, t Rick. Yeah, unders. Unders, unders just, yep. no real reason. Ten wins, Fonzie, Dover. Unders, oh. unders for me. I think it's, it's healthy for Hawthorne over a few years down uh, 
down the bottom six, bottom eight, bottom ten. Uh, sorry, T Rick, but uh, yeah, they've, they've had a lot of glory over many years. But uh, time to, time to allow a few other teams to step up. Every Hawthorne fan needs a second pool room for Christ's sake. Lindsay, <laughs> 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 we've got so many bloody cabinets. Well, I'm just say I'm, I'm feeling a bit of Tommy at the moment. I think a bit a bit overs on, on Hawthorne. Lindsay, uh, I mean, you know, you've got a bit of Jaeger coming on. He might be uh, a surprise packet. You know, coming coming strong. I think uh, Ruffy's a, a great leader um, and. I think he's uh, got the backing of uh, of the team, and uh, I think I think some players will probably enjoy a bit more of their footy. Um, obviously, the pressures of uh, multiple finals campaigns, uh, you know, get a bit tired. But I think you know, I think Hawthorne still will, uh, will be a surprise packet and pretty competitive. All right, so four and one. I think we've got consensus unders on the Hawks. Okay, drum roll. Um, this is the man who. Jeez, uh, oh, no. I mean. If, if there's stress, <laughs> if there's grey hair, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it's Collingwood. Davo, how long do you need? Now, uh, do you want the therapist to come in for this segment or uh, how do you want to handle the pies? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and boost you, okay? Just like I'm giving you the uh, the alternative therapy treatment Give you me need pre season. Boost me up. I, need, I up. need to be boosted. I'm feeling maybe. Maybe I'm just on something. Maybe I've been down Victoria Park too many times and running with Big McGuan. But Collingwood, eighth in offense, seventh in midfield, thirteenth in defense. Guys, I've got them winning twelve. The Lions ten and a half. Now, full disclosure, I've taken a position on Collingwood over. Reason being, I actually think they've got a fairly easy schedule. By nine numbers, it's always Collingwood's easy schedule. Well, don't they play 33 games at the MCG? I think they go from Jollymont down to Docklands, and that's the travel game. <laughs> Maybe Geelong. No, they don't even go to Geelong. They, they, stay, they stay at the MCG. Dave Osoff, I've only in zone you one on the Tuesday. <laughs> Zone one travel only for calling with Davo. I've pumped you up. I've got you have, twelve wins. You have, Are yeah. you overs with me? I'll try and I'll try and join you with the optimism there. I I'd love to yeah I'd love to say overs and, and I will I will say overs just because I'd love love them to get there and I want them to get there. All right. Uh, just think yeah, a bit of bit of preseason uh, bit of preseason um, muck ups here with Jordan Ngoi. Uh, with his drink driving charge, so good right. midfielder. Yeah, good midfielder. Very good midf- midfielder. Midfielder, yes. He's he's going to be. Yeah, he's he's not part of the elite team just yet. Um, but you know he's getting there. He's getting there, and he will get there. But uh, yeah, these splutters and uh, at the start of the year are not ideal. Not ideal. So we need <laughs> still every- managed to we turn need it into a negative. Yeah. We need every- <laughs> We need all stars aligning, all stars aligning. Maybe it's just me. Probably it's just me. But I'm bullish, and I'd love for the Pies to get in the finals, and I think they will. I think they will, and it's no no secret of uh, of, of how much pressure there is of the, the man at the top. Uh, not not Eddie, but but Bucks. the second man from the top, uh, Buckley. Bucks. And uh, he needs to do it. He needs to bring it. He just needs to bloody bring it. And the Pies players need to just bring their A-game and do it for their coach. So uh, He started off Mark Neald and then he finished with a bit of Alan G. <laughs> <laughs> he, he finished strong. He took us down. He took us down. So your overs with me, Dave? Overs. 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 All right. The Zone 1 ticket. They're cashing that ticket. I'll get some shaking heads here around, around the table. Else, what are your thoughts on the pies, mate? Come on, boys. Join me. Are you in? Are know, you in? I don't know. You, you guys seem supremely confident. I don't know. The pies... Oh, look... One stat, last year, they, they finished with a very even percentage. They never got flogged. Yeah. Um, but they had some good days where they actually tailed up to opposition. And they sort of, so they were, they were competitive, even though they kept losing at times when they, they should have won. Um, look, 
Darcy Moore's going in defence, apparently, mm. so that might actually be a good thing for the kid. Well, he can't kick, but he can mark, right? Yeah, well, yeah. look, that's all you need to do as a defender. If you've got the ball, they haven't. So <laughs> I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm look, happy. Uh, I think I something. <laughs> yeah. Over's under, I'm, I'm, uh, blah, 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 blah. Over's just. Over's just. just. He's got a bit of Davo confidence yeah. about him there. Defence <laughs> uh, said he really quickly. Fonzie, Ants. Yeah, I'd say, look, Over's only just. Um, I think, you know, Collingwood are going to have their uh, the usual uh, dramas throughout the year. Uh, I think it's just, uh, it's just uh, lock that in. It's always going to happen. But, uh, look, I, I think in the middle of the road, I can't see Collingwood really going forward or probably more backwards. But uh, I, I, I think... He's running the warm bath now. They're there. They're, they're sitting there and they're going to be there all year. We have filled the Collingwood listeners with hope. Total hope. We could... Uh, we could have the depression hour with Davo. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> That'll be a separate <laughs> segment. I mean, I think um, two things that Collingwood seem to be regenerating their bad boy, the new gen Brat Pack. I like it. It served them so well back in the Halcyon days. <laughs> the more recent premierships. They, they do struggle with injuries. I mean, and being a North Melbourne fan, um, I mean, one, one, when Earls did mention they had some good wins, that was on the back of North Melbourne legend Daniel Wells being fit. And Correct. He's an absolute gun. I mean, if he's fit, and they do have a few injuries, I mean, his Achilles is, yeah. you know, it's about 10 years older than his actual body. <laughs> so that, that'll be an issue. Injuries, if they get everyone on the park, Collingwood play all right, their midfield's really good, and, mm. got, you know, Darcy Moore is good. So I, I think they'll be overs on that. I'm not sure they'll quite make... The finals, 11 but I think they'll be overs, yeah. 11 to yeah. 11, folks? Yeah. Right in the mix. Subject to injuries. I've got them at 12. <coughs> so yeah. it's an overs just, but I think looking around the table, they've got the line right here, 10 and a half. Yeah. That feels about right? Yeah. 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 Jeez, maybe I need to rethink my position that I took on Collingwood. Okay. Uh, all right, folks, that's the that's the that's really the bottom nine. Uh, we've now got the top nine. We're getting into the real, the real, end, of the, real end of the table. So uh, we've gone Gold Coast, Carlton, Brisbane, North, Fremantle, all unders. St Kilda, we just sat on the fence there, folks, really mixed. West Coast, overs. Horse one under, pies overs, just exclamation mark. Let's take a break. When we come back, the folks that will likely be playing finals in 2018. London, don't take my eyes off the prize Cause life is a pick of an eye You're here, then you're gone off to the other side My time is a gift and I use it I spend every day making beautiful music But you don't have to hold the tune To serenade a room Just to highlight like noon Even in the gloom Welcome back to The Handle, brought to you by 8Count, breaking down the AFL 2018 season, the over and under lines, the Brains Trust with me, uh, D. Howard, Animal, Fonzul, Fonzie, Earls in the moon boot, recovering after a hard pre-season, and Lazarus redefined A. Rickards. OK, we've done the bottom nine. I think it's all consensus on the bottom nine. Gold Coast, Carlton, Brisbane North, Fremantle, Saints, West Coast, Hawthorne, Highs, Davo. Just on the cusp of finals again. My heart rate goes up 20 beats when you say pies. <laughs> <laughs> so much anticipation about this season. Flag pies. We've, yeah. uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the break there, we've just given him a sedative just to take the edge off. <laughs> okay, folks, Western Bulldogs. Let's go to them. Another riddle of a team. Uh, I'm going to show my cards on the dogs. Firstly, an interesting stat. I've gone all uh, kingy in the war room on this one. <laughs> points. I know you're wondering what the points to inside 50 ratio was last year. You were talking about it. 100%. Need it. Everyone yeah. wants to know. I mean, someone walked up in the street, Arco, points to inside 50. Talk to me. 
Fuck, I couldn't get out of the coffee shop. Anyway, Western Bulldogs, second worst in the competition last year. Mm. Only Fremantle worst. What does that mean? They get it inside 50, cannot score. Could not score in 2017. You know what? They also kicked... I know there's a lot of debate about goal kicking. They kicked 43% goal kicking conversion rate last year. Six points below the league average of 49. That's massive. Tommy said bad kicking is... Bad football. <laughs> so that's the dogs. And they what they go? 11-11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another team on the fence. So let's bring in the 2018 season. Are they going to rebound and find the, uh, the form of 2016, dear listener? I'm going to say no. Western Bulldogs, 16th on offense. We've still got them in the hit locker down forward. Great midfield. Fifth. Defense, 12th. Overall ranking of 10. Guys, I've got them at 10 wins projected. The line is 11 and a half. Um, when you run the numbers here, Morris, Tringove, Young, Johannesson off the back. You've got a decent midfield there. You know, Ruffy, Liberatore, and Bracray probably in your best 22. Picking and the like, Boyd down forward. Uh, I just don't think this is a team. That's a, I just, this is not a top four team for mine. And so I've got them. I've got them unders, eleven and a half, slightly unders. Special comments, fellas. Thoughts? Oh, I'd have to agree. I think the two things that hurt them was um, losing Bob. And the poor form of the package. And so those two things combined help, help with those statistics. And I, I agree with you, Arthur. I, I can't see it changing too much. They've got, still got some great players there. But as a whole team, I, I can't see them quite getting there. So I think unders for me. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, Davo, that uh, Bulldogs are also struck down by the cloak curse? Uh, you know, I remember, um, I remember was it Cameron Cloak going to Carlton and probably yes, costing uh, us an elimination final. Yes. And someone said to me once, Carlton are never going to win a grand final or anything really when you've got a cloak in the lineup. Travis goes to the Bulldogs. We talked about this before the start of last season. Yeah. Dave O. Trav, how many games did he play? Maybe six or eight games? What did he get? Was it yeah, busted ribs? I think we want to open this Pandora's box. Travis Cloak. That's on your mother's side. I've forgotten about him to be honest. But uh, maybe we'll spare you because we're giving you the sedative. He's I diving. He's diving. <laughs> I think uh, top three goal kickers for the doggies last year: Liam Picken, twenty-four; Jake Stringer, twenty-four; and the Bulldogs, twenty. I mean, can a team go top four, top six, and be in serious finals contention when you got your leading goal scorer with 24 goals? I don't think so. I think you need a player to kick at least least 30 plus, and you probably need someone up around the 40, 50 bracket. Great, great analysis. So your unders on the dogs. Oh, I think unders, yeah. If, if that unders. form continues, I, just, I can't see them kicking winning scores. That's great. Okay, Fonzie. Good yeah. analysis, David. Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, you won't have the uh, the larger the larger sort of uh, um, forwards up there. But I, I would say that we'd be talking about the the smaller forwards really kind of lifting up and doing what they need to do going forward. Um, they are they are a, a strong team, but uh, I think the 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 Rovers and the uh, the midfielders, um, the small forwards, really kind of need to lift this year. And I think. Um, you know, after after a big win by Richmond, um, the doggies have really struggled. I suppose, you know, a bit of a you know grand final hangover. But uh, I think they are probably turning it around a little bit. So I'm a little bit optimistic about it. doggies. You're going overs on them, dog. I think I might, I might. No, I think I'll say unders. But I think uh, they have got some uh, some work to do. But um, yeah. unders with glimmers of hope. Sounds so great. Yes. I think can we sit Fonzie and Davo together every <laughs> segment? <laughs> We've got the yin and yang. <laughs> 
footy psychology here. <laughs> They're both staying unders, but the spin on it is very different. Yeah. Davo just put, put the put the ice pick straight in. <laughs> Let them down slowly. Uh, Els, over oh, under. Look really good. Overs, overs just. I'll be quick. Um, the Bont is a gun, and I think a bit like Frio, they've got five. Those gun players make a huge difference. Um, Looks like Easton Wood's going in the back line, uh, sorry, into the forward line. Mm. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go. The forward line doesn't scream out massive goal kickers like you said, Dave. They've just got enough skill that they might jag a few. Look, overs just. Oh, okay. So we've got uh, that's a that's a mixed line. So we've got three overs. Sorry, three unders and two overs on that line of eleven and a half. Is that a stay away line then, folks? I'm getting the sense. Stay away. Yep. Mm. Avoid the doggies. Yep. A lot of groaning here, folks. Don't go to the window on that one. Okay. Here's a team that is always guaranteed to stimulate debate. Tommy and I are complete odds on this one. The Bombers. The uh, the return of the Dons. The training ground, the recovery, the redemption story. 12 and a half wins is the line. Uh, last year, incredibly elite offense. They were just weapons inside 50. The conversion rate was off the charts. They're ranked one in offense. Midfield, 11th. Defense, eighth. I've got them ranked sixth overall, letting them down a little bit. Fourth hardest schedule. So, you know, cue the conspiracy theories at Windy Hill. But uh, they have got a hard draw. I've got them at 13. It's a 12 and a half line. So, for me, it's overs with the asterisks of not touching it. Uh, guys, maybe just really quickly, because Tommy and I did drill into the Bombers last week. Over, under, and special comments, boys. Overs for me, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, the Bombers, uh, you know, picked up. I mean, they have picked up Stringer. And oh, I think that having that whole group together for another year... In another preseason will really help. I, I'm, I'm overs. I think they'll. I think I see them um, top half of the, you know, like that eight, um, six to eight. Sorry, the yep. six, you know, yeah, sixth around there. So, so they went half that bottom. They went twelve and ten yeah. last year. Yep. So we'll get them another yep. win or two on top of that. That got them seventh, so I reckon one more. Yeah, maybe up to sixth. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I reckon, I reckon Essendon are going to be strong this year. Um, recruited really well, mm. I think, over the preseason. Really topped up. Topped up where they needed to. Obviously, Watson's now gone, but, uh, you know, you've got Stringer, um, Zard, um, Smith in there as well. So Three S's. You know, so they're, they're all... Good, good alliteration. The package. Yeah. Can the package kick more than 24 goals? <sighs> Look, I think... Uh, Over or under 24 goals? It's going to come... Putting on the spot. I think in one answer, in one word, package over or under twenty four goals. Davo put the question out there. Overs. I'd say overs. I overs. Think, overs. I think, overs. I think the new tattoo is going to wear on this. He might steal a few from Joey. Joey got sixty five goals last year. That was yeah, impressive. Oh, overs if he gets enough Joe the Gooses over the top. I'm, I'm nah. not sold on uh, on Stringer. Maybe. You're not. Question mark on package. I think. Yeah. Just doesn't doesn't do enough. Is, is he a goal a game at Essen? Is he worth goal a game? Is that what the trade's worth? I'm not too sure. I think I think if it's a goal game, that's a good. good yes, they'll get in there plenty of times. They'll get in their forward line plenty of times. The bombers. He'll have games where he kicks three or four. Goal and a half. He'll yeah. kick 30. 30 to forty. Yeah, agreed. Davo, what about JD down forward? What? How many kick last year? Sixty-five. Oh, he's a star. Return. He is a star. He wouldn't have been far off Coleman. Did he, he actually won the Coleman, didn't he? Buddy won it. Uh, oh, yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Oh, it was the yeah. mark. It was the mark of the year that Joey Dan had won. Yes, let's just go back to that day, Rachel. Let's talk about Jeremy Howes. <laughs> <laughs> mark of the century. No, it was rele- relegated to eighth or ninth or something on the list. So, so we got overs. I'm just. We'll, let's, let's get the uh, overs for me. Overs. 
Yeah. yeah overs, Bombers, finals yeah. bound. Overs, yeah, I think they're going to be strong. Yeah. Wave their jacket. Bombers fans are celebrating. Yeah. They still haven't won yeah. a final in about 15 years, have they? But, uh... My 40,000 relatives are crying out with joy. <laughs> Bombers are again in the finals. I was actually at the SCG for that elimination final. That was one of the most destructive that second quarters. The Swans just buried yes. them. Cream 11, 11 goals or 13 goals? It was, it was unbelievable. Yes. I was sitting there in the pocket right near Big Bud, just strutting around. <laughs> I've never seen a team season get cremated as quickly <laughs> as the, uh, the Swans destroyed Essendon. Look, Lex wants something to look forward to this year, so let's, let's go over. We might get that on the podcast <laughs> at some point, and uh, we can talk about Duckworth and <laughs> Tony Entrevist and whoever else. Going <laughs> <laughs> back to Cloth Bahaja, the Windy Hill days. Okay, so we're all overs, listeners on the Bombers, and that's probably one of our most confident overs so far, I think. Yeah. Another team that always generates heat debate, Mark Neald. Mark Neald really set the foundation with his Martin Luther King-inspired speeches. I mean, when I heard Mark Neald speak, I just thought I could do anything. I could, uh, you know, walk uh, on, on hot coals. I could do the, the tightrope. I mean, listen, listen to him. I remember Fox Footy or something was at the camera and they said the exclusive, we're going to get in the rooms with Mark Neald. I thought this would be interesting. And then I thought, is this a wake or a, pre- or a pre-game warm-up? It was just the most underwhelming speech of all time. <laughs> Shout out to Mark. He's now at Essendon, actually. Maybe so, yeah, <laughs> we need to revisit our Essendon analysis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on unders on Essendon. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Melbourne, 12th on offence. Kick a bloody goal, would you? Lots of promise. A lot of firepower. No ROI yet, Ants. I'm going to come to you on, Melbourne. There's a primer for you. A great midfield. Fourth in the middle. Seventh in defence. I've got the eighth overall. Projected wins. Drum roll. I'm going to go up on a few boys here. I'm going 12 wins and under the 12 and a half line and fighting for finals. Ooh. Hey, Rick, your uh, thoughts? I, as much as I, it does pain me to say it, but my, uh, my old man is a massive Melbourne fan and he... He, he's liking the um, and a very objective. He's one liking too, isn't the it? very objective. Um, yeah, Norm Smith as director of coaching with Barras as the coach in waiting. <laughs> he's really really bullish about this year. It's going straight back to the fifties. They're going to premierships. Wind the clock back. Oh, yeah, wind it back. Alan Jakovic. Yeah. <laughs> Even further back than that. No, no. I, I'm actually. I, I think the demons are on the right path. Um, it's been it, the plans were laid probably three four years ago with Ruzi, and you've seen it. Uh, first hand in, in Sydney town oh, yeah. um, I think they're ready they're ready to go I, I'm, I've got them in my top four actually I've got them well over You, you yeah, want us? Hang on, hang on. You stepped to the window yeah, with your non-denominational suitcase of bills. Bang Come on, Come on. breaking news on Anson's laptop here. Ellis Sporting's been drafted. Another one. Another spot of his. No, I think uh, yeah, Simon Goodwin is, is and and the whole team. Yeah, that is the. We're going to frame that quote from Anson. We're going to play it every bring single that, week. That could be my opening opener. <laughs> we might get to the other contenders for the top four in a minute. Uh, you floored me with that. All right, it's way over. Way uh, over. Earl's no, the big question is, how many weeks will Bernie Vince get suspended for? <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, that's... What's the Give me a line. Give me a line. Five over and under. I'm going over. <laughs> and the, only, the only caveat I put on that is he might not play enough games to actually get suspended. <laughs> but... Um, 
I was <laughs> the lever, the lever there, it'll, it'll shake lever, a bit. Yep. It'll the lever effect. Shuffle some other players in different positions. They can score. I know the stats don't say it, but um, they can. And they've got look, Petrarca's the next beast, and new he could go to the new level. And all gone. And Viney, look, he is injury prone, but he is also a gun. They got the big Gorn, who's lost. As someone said the other day, he's lost half a human over the preseason. Wow, but, um, shredded. Uh, yeah, look, over. Overs. Not top four Ant, but uh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be right. In a word, Davo Fonzie, over. Not as bullish as Ants, but I'm bullish. I think the I think the Demons will get the job done and get into the finals and be in there safely. Fonzie, yeah, I have to say overs too. I think uh, you know Petrarch is in there. He's just demolishing packs. I think Beast. he's really going to come. He's going to come to his own. Yeah, um, yeah obviously Viney's in there. Oof. But you know, and, and you're going to get uh, you know obviously Angus Brayshaw leading leading from the front. His head. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we've got a battering around like that. You know. with the helmets. And, uh, you know, Bernie Vince is just uh, booking his uh, what if travel after uh, after Earls has laid the sword down there. Okay. Uh, wow. That's a big overs. Ants, mate, you've, you've, you've floored us here in the eight-count studio. It takes a lot to surprise us here on the panel, but uh, I think he's done it with the top four. All right. Let's get to the pointy end of the, uh, the ladder, folks. I'm going to start with Port Adelaide. 13 and a half wins. The Never Tear Us Apart Club. I love that anthem before the uh, before the siren. I love the Black Sox. I love Koshy. I'm all on port. I'm, 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 I'm bullish on port. I like Hinkley. I like what they, I like what they're about. Port last year, chronic, chronic underperformers. Uh, you know, some of my favourite stats, guys. But the number one was no one got it inside 50 more than Port Adelaide, and no one scored less as a result. They just could not kick, could not convert. But they've got an elite offense um, in the making, but they just couldn't get on the board. So I've got them offense, um, uh, offense a little bit light because they've got to get the score on the board. I've got them second in midfield, third in defense. They're ranked in my top three, uh, and I've got them winning 15 to 16. I'm going overs on the 13 and a half, overs. boys. Thoughts yep. from the panel? Yeah, yep. I can't. Uh, sorry. Um, I have to agree. They won 14 last year and you said they underperform. Under- Wait till they perform. Ooh. Underperform. Yeah. Yeah. No, I reckon. They're on the right path again. Port for overs for me. Six, 62 inside 50s. Average last year. Competition average was 55. So yeah. it's just about converting, getting the goals in. Gray, he's elite. Dixon, 49 goals last year. So, yeah, overs for me. Strong Dover. Fonzie, Earls. Yeah, I'd say overs too. I think they're... Uh, you know, they've, um, they've had a lean year, um, but they're going to come back bigger and better and definitely a, a strong side by by any means. Um, it's really, you know, they've got the marketing going, they've got the, they've got the supporters up, and all they need now is the cash cow to turn up. So uh, I think uh, I think it's all working out well for them. And, and you can, I think you can ink in the four points in uh, China again for them. <laughs> the, the new buy. Yes, the new buy. Yes. The new buy. The new buy. Straight on Koshy uh, Jet. I'm bullish. I'm going to put Chad Wingard under the pump. We've got an under the pump segment. Mate, we do now. <laughs> Stop the flashy stuff, Chad. Just put it through the big ones. And dish it off first option, please. But you're a gun, and I think with Robbie Gray, and then you got Jack Watts. Now he they could be Watts. anything. Motlop. Motlop. Rockcliffe, absolute gun. Yep. Uh, yeah, look, they'll be, they'll be right. Over under Jack Watts, 20 goals. Oh. I just made that number up. Yes. It feels right. Unders. Unders? Unders 20. I think he'll play more in the middle. He'll Unders. De- deliver more in the mid. Well, I think overs, I reckon. Yeah, maybe 25. I reckon he, he might be all right. You are the nicest panel member. <laughs> <laughs> I would say... Uh, yeah, serious. <laughs> Davo? Um, Jack Watts, over-under 20 goals. Uh, Jack. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think Unders. I think, I think Ant's right. He might, he might be sort of played sort of more through the midfield. 
Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, he'd be up. He'd be up the ground a bit more. I think. But I think just on Port, like they were, like they were, they really dominated that OT. Uh, well, the first part of OT anyway. They're about nine or ten points up in the first uh, the first half of OT against that final with that final against West Coast last year, and then West Coast just came home with three quick goals mm. um, towards the end of the OT period. So they're a bit, little bit unlucky, I suppose. I mean, they ran out of puff, but um, yeah, they'll be extra hungry after feeling halfway through OT that OT final um, <laughs> that they perhaps would be getting through, but West Coast stole it. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be hungry, I reckon. It's acid in the mouth for me. It's acid in the mouth for Port. I just think they're... This is, it's now or never for them. They've rolled the oh. dice with the, the recruits. Yeah. Uh, they've made the trades they need to. I think Hinkley would be thinking, if we cannot make top four, if we cannot play in prelim and ideally in the big dance, it's time to... Uh, Call Ross Lyon and find out what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Fonzie, beautiful. OK, rollovers on Port. And uh, Ants has got Melbourne in one of the top four spots, and it sounds like Port's knocking on the door of that top four, so it's going to be interesting, Ants, how you fit about eight teams into that top four. <laughs> yes. OK. Eighty maths. Down to Jolly Mott we go uh, with 90,000 of our dearest friends that are already queuing for the Thursday night game against Carlton. The team that <laughs> redefined September magic, the Tigers. Uh, this was the glory days, wasn't it, last year? The big march. These were just the midfield and defensive weapons of 2017. They just crunched it at the G, hunted in packs, delivered when it counted. They were a fantastic case study in high performance. When you cross the line and uh, step up to a game that matters, boys, um, they have got the fifth hardest schedule, uh, but I've still got them. My line, 15 wins over under 13 and a half. I'm going overs and Richmond to avoid the Bulldogs' letdown spot that they experienced post the flag. I think the Tigers are hungry. They've got stability, Ant, your favourite term. They've got Hardwick re-signed. Um, thoughts on the Tigers panel? Yeah, I agree, 100%. Ready to go. Um, if uh, everyone uh, sit, sitting in Victoria knows now that every Herald Sun article is comparing your everyone else to Dusty, <laughs> whether it's tackles or shrugging tackles or this or that, it's like... Anyway, they, they even had an article the other day about how he could actually improve, maybe by handballing to someone. Don't you should Keep like, the seriously. Keep like, the pill. Who's anyway, handball? There's, there's a lot of Dusty love around. But, no, I think even early, early this season, you know, the Tigers have come back. They're ready to go. I think the big They're question. pretty even, and they, they yeah. make it hard for other sides to come out of their own back line, yeah. and, and I think that's one of their skills. Yeah. They're so pre- There's a lot of even pressure across the whole and ground. I think, boys, just bringing you all in, the question is why change an amazing formula? It's mm. working It's working on the ground that matters, the MCG. Yep. Fellas, what do you think? I'd say, look, uh, I think having a, a very even side, like it's really hard to sort of, I mean, apart from Dusty um, and obviously Cochin, uh, and obviously, you know, we've got a bit of a backline there with some, with some talent. It's really hard to, to pin Richmond down. And I think, uh, you know, a really even spread makes it hard for opposition to really kind of pin down certain players. And there's a really, I think, a real even kind of sharing of the workload across. So, you know, I think they're going to be a, they're going to be a hard team to beat. Uh, they're going to have opportunities where they can be got at. But uh, I think they still have a bit of hungry, a hunger there. And... Uh, you know, I mean, look, the Tiger Army's going to be up and about, so yep. that is going to yeah. really be a great motivator for them. So my only caveat is they might miss Jack when he goes on... They might miss Jack when he goes on tour with the Killers. <laughs> <laughs> Second half of the season. Uh, really quickly, Dave Earls, over-under. Uh, I think overs. I think I really enjoyed watching Richmond last year, especially at the end. I think they won nine of their last ten games. Um, supporters got plenty of practice at the theme song, so now they know more words than yellow and black. So, uh, the MCG is going to be buzzing with, uh, well, Jack, hot off his killers tour. Um, 
you know, singing the song, top top of the voice, ninety thousand people. So there's no, yeah, there's no reason why Richmond won't get spurred on by that. Um, Davo's over, Earls, you over? You on, you on the you on the? I'm wagon? a bit worried. I don't know whether it's risking head and skin or risking head and shin. Mm. I, still, I, haven't, I still haven't worked that out. But anyway, that's probably the only problem. <laughs> I think that's the only problem Richmond's going to have. They're not going to do a Bulldogs. They'll be they'll smash it. I think they'll they'll get it easily. And yeah, top four for sure. Probably top two. Interesting. The books have got Port and Richmond. We're really strong on on. We're all strong on Port and Richmond. They've got them unders, the four teams we're going to do after the break. Uh, Geelong, GWS, Sydney and Adelaide. Stick around, our final four overs, unders and the Trust the Process segment coming up after this. Final countdown, folks. Uh, the handle brought to you by 8Count, the last segment, the final four. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, Ants has got everyone else in the top four so far. <laughs> Melbourne, Port, Kangas. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's close it out. Uh, Geelong and GWS. The line for both uh, is 14 and a half. I'm going to start with the Cats. The Paris of the South. G. Ablett left Kavalav and is down there with Selwood, with Danger. That's an elite, elite midfield, guys. Um, I've got them ranked offense sixth. Midfield, midfield about six. Defense around six, 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 six. Overall ranking of five, and I've got them at fifteen wins, so half half a win above the fourteen and a half line. Don't know what to say about the Cats. Um, I've probably got them just outside the top four, uh, or on the cusp of it, uh, for reasons that I'll outline a little bit. Who wants to kick off on uh, a, a team people either love or hate? Earls, the hands up. Yeah, look, just um, just throw some names at you. Um, retirements of Mackie and uh, Lonergan. So that's a thin thinning of the back line. Harry Taylor's going to have to go back. He did a few pinch hit rolls in the forward line. Um, Ablett, yes. Will he play? I mean, he's got a dodgy hammy. He's getting older, so... Um, it might allow danger to go forward. Uh, I just not sold on the cats, um, so that's just on. And they're young players. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure where the improvement's going to come from. Didn't sound. You don't sound confident. Else. No, no. So not the top not four. Confident. Not top four. Outside mm-hmm. the top four. Outside the. Top Agree four. with you on that, Fonzel. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think I think maybe they'll probably finish around fifth. Uh, so definitely outside top four. But uh, you know, anything could happen with Geelong, and I think. Uh, Bringing one of their favourite sons back, um, he's uh, obviously he's a good scorer, so I reckon they'll probably flood him around through the forward line. You know, probably the forward pocket. Um, obviously, do some mm. rotations. I think so. I think the uh, you know having a Selwood Dangerfield midfield in, in there as well is going to be uh, is going to be good. But having you know having a bit of a bit of icing sugar on there with. Uh, you know, Ablett, if you want to pop in for a... Yeah, mm, a bit of a sprinkle of the GS. I think, uh, you know, I think, I think they'll do all right. It's going to come down to, uh, you know, is Hawkins going to be uh, the target that he needs to be this year? Uh, is the defence going to hold up? You know, you've got Lockie Henderson and Zach, you know, Zach Tui there. Ex-Carlton uh, players. <laughs> <laughs> Although Henderson's Boy, cool. flag. Henderson's he's well, cool, though. He's got a bad knee. Yeah, he's got a bad knee. Yeah. Uh, I think he did some surgery over it, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he, he won't be so, playing uh, anytime soon. Fonzie, 14 yeah. and a half wins, over under? I, I would say I would say over. I think they're going to be very competitive. 15 and 7? Yeah. Devo. I agree. I concur. Um, just one small point. I think Harry Taylor, pinch hitting as per Earls' point before, 22 goals last year. I think Giablet comes in. I think he can get over 22 goals. I really ooh, do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I'm not sure. market. Yeah, so. Over under 22 goals. Quickly. Over unders. Giablet. 
coming Unders, too long. Unders for me. Unders. <clears throat> yeah. Goal of game, I'm under. Floating around the forward line? Mate, you'll get... Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think you'll play enough games. Yeah, I'm with Dan. Under. <laughs> Unders. Fonzie? Yeah. Oh. Yes or no? Unders. I'd say maybe no. No. Yeah. Unders. David, odds. odds. You want to take our money? What are the odds? Take our money. Well, you're setting the market. Yeah. You tell us <laughs> the market. I'll, I'll put a virtual 100. Oh, on the overs. Down on Diablo, kicking more than 22 goals. Let the record show. We'll come yeah. back to this and, too. And, oh, and odds of a dollar 90. Okay. All right. I think you. I think we're stepping to your window. We're all. We're all on the unders. Ants. Special comments on the cats. Catters. I'm. I'm picking a slide. Oh. Yeah. Regression. Uh, I think. Yeah. Um, from the losses that Earl me- Earl's mentioned in the players, mm. Mackie yep. and Lonigan yep. and. It, there's too many gaps between the good and the not so goods, and I, I don't know. I'm not convinced Adelaide will play as much as and as well. Um, so I'm, I'm having them unders the 14 and a half. I, they'll play finals, but I think yeah, like finals maybe that six seven uh, bottom six, half of the eight. Bottom, bottom half of the eight. eight. Yeah. So make the eight. Yeah. But, um, I think we've got some consensus there. Just, I mean, dismantled Sydney in the semis. Remember? In the wet Friday night game. Yep. Yeah. I don't Can't know. Forget that result. Yeah, I agree. That felt like a bit of an outlier. That, that they got beaten up the, the week before. They did beat Sydney, and then they got beaten up ne- again. The next week, they just fell in a hole. So, and I also yeah. think Sydney agreed. Geelong really brought their A game to that night game, uh, but I think that Sydney was gassed by then. They had essentially an elimination round every round from round six to round yeah. seven. Sydney were behind the eight ball from yeah. You're right. Yeah. Take, take a soul. Yeah. Okay. So, un- and probably a little bit unders on Geelong. Uh, yeah. GWS. Tommy last week. God, he could have been like a Fonzie spokesperson for the club. <laughs> he had them. He had it coming in number one, and I nearly fell off the uh, the, the chair in the Hemingway suite. Um, guys, let's talk about GWS. A headline from me as a lead-in. I've got them regressing uh, in 2018, big time. I think their window has closed. Uh, they've got the second hardest schedule, so it's about time I think they've actually faced some music. Uh, I've got them going around the 14-15 wind mark. The line's 14 and a half. I'm going to say stay away from this line. I think the books have got it spot on. I've got them in the bottom half of the eight. Who wants to own the first response? I think I think they're going to be overs. I think they'll be competitive. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, they, they are, this is their window, and uh, I think this year and probably next is probably where they really need to sort of put the... They're foot on the gas. Um, you know, they've got their they've got the guns in there now. Um, they're running out of obviously salary cap space to to keep uh, to keep the players on board. So they, I think people know, players know that they need to basically show their cards and, and commit. So um, yeah, you're overs. Be, you're overs. I'm overs. Yeah, I think it's going to be hard for them, uh, but they need to if they want to play finals and they want to be successful in finals. It needs to be hard. So. Fonzie's Fonzie's with Tommy. He's on, he's on he's on the bandwagon. Yeah. Dave O'Earls. Look. Um, Window's still open, definitely. Window's still open. They've got they've got enough talent. They've still lost more players again uh, over the off season, but um, yeah, just um, it could go either way really with them. But um, fourth in sixteen, fourth in seventeen. Yeah, go back to two thousand and fifteen and eleventh. So there's only really had two seasons up. Yeah. So their window could be another two or three more years. So yep. I yeah. Wow. I rate I rate I rate GWS. Okay. So they're top four team, Dave. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I have them similar to Geelong, sliding a little, still in the eight, but not quite in that. Not not in the top. Not mighty. Not in my top four. Yeah. Um. And, and you're right. They lost um the big mummy. 
who is, um, oh, I heard a little rumour that he might be contemplating a small boxing career against big Paul Gallon. Yes, <laughs> mummy yes. in the ring. Yes. Yeah, mummy in the ring. I heard be, that. But, um, Would he be as good as Joe Bougner? I'd like to see... We should actually get the booze on the podcast. Is he still alive? Oh, I, think, uh, I should yeah, know that right. before I bring up the booze. I retract yeah. my comment about the two-minute noodle haircut. Joey Bugner, if you're going to come <laughs> on the program. You'll be ducking haymakers all recording. I'd just even go to WWF and uh, you know, get up against the, the Undertaker. That'd be oh, nice. God. The Mummy V Undertaker. So I, I, yeah, I, I think, speaking of possible new segments, I, I'd like to see a segment about what I'm always interested in what ex-AFL players are up to mm. and in, after they're playing footy. Uh, I, they usually go into three categories. Media, mm-hmm. very Tick. successful. Tick. Yes. Yep. Boxing. Tick. Or... Falls from grace. Massive ticks. Falls wow. from grace. Falls from grace is oh, a growth industry. Yes, there's so much there. I mean, recent times. Do we allow a name? Are we allowed a name to this? Well, the eight count litigation team is uh, has been busy. Well, okay, we can leave it. But falls from grace. It's in the paper. It's public knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So recent one. Well, the clear one from well being from the west, was, which you are now, because yeah. Although he's starting to climb back out. But such is life. As I was passing through Melbourne the other day, in second page was Nick Stevens. Not a good Carlton boy. Another good fall from great <laughs> <one> from <coughs> John Dorotich. Assaulting women to dealing those three categories generally cover your XAFL oh, players. Like has Wayne Carey ticked all three boxes? Has he gone in the race successfully media? Has he actually gotten the ring? Has he gone in the ring? Not yet. That, he's missing one of the three. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Carey v Mummy in oh, the ring yeah. at Icon Park. Yes. Brought to you by Eight Count. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing it. I'm and, seeing and it. Horizontal yeah. Under very dim lights. Under very dim light. The judges have trouble judging... Kerry be ducking and weaving. Mummy will come out swinging. I think it's actually happened. I think it was uh, Kerry v Florida Department of uh, Police Department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it came off the second best after that one. There you go. The rematch. There you go. Uh, we, I, like um, I like it. I think uh, yeah, part of 8Count. We love boxing on 8Count. I think you now we've just opened up a new stream of promotion bouts. And uh, we yeah. need... We Who need would you like to see? Yeah. Well, I think uh, Kerry v Mummy would be the undercard, maybe. Well, yeah, that's a good undercard. I'm thinking all the, the classic Libba v Paul Kelly undercard. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Libba yeah. v Maddie Knights. Libba v everyone. G'day to Tony out there. Uh, he wrote to me a note the other day. Loves the show. Yeah. Great. And uh, we'd love you on the undercard, actually. Terry Danaher v Gavin Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Yes, that's Terry will hit Gavin from behind when he's... Uh, yeah. Wasn't TD having, oh, a, having a sleep drink? in the forward pocket that day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, Reese anyway. Jones and a few, he would have, he'd be... Reese Jones and just line him up like, like Mortal Kombat on the uh, PlayStation. <laughs> 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 Don't speak about an obviously fiddles like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carlton Royalty. So Reece. we've got we've got Geelong as a bit of a coin flip. GWS a bit of a coin flip. Guys, don't step to the window on either team here. Uh, I think they're both 14 and a half lines and they feel about right. Uh, I think it's a, it's a yeah, game it'll be, it'll be, it's a pretty good line. 
Yeah. I think what do we got to go? I'm, I'm under mm. on both of them, but uh, yeah, it is very very close. Let is bring it out to the top two now. Tommy and I completely disagreements on this. Uh, I was very bullish on Sydney and very bullish on Adelaide. Tommy was okay on Sydney and Adelaide like sixth. He was lucky to get him in the bloody eight. Okay, but uh, for me, guys, these are super strong elite teams. I don't see them going anywhere in 2018. Let's start with the Swans. Third in offense, sixth in midfield, second in defense, third overall. I've got them going 16 and 6. What are the thoughts, guys? Will the Swans, the Bloods culture, keep them in the top two, top four in 2018? That's a big question. Uh, Naismith, done his knee. ACL. Hurt locker. So that's a big... Mm. Asterix, but um, as long as I don't go zero and six at the start of the year, <laughs> like last year, yeah. um, I think that's uh, well. Look, Ruckman, yeah, they can be replaced as long as they got a big guy there. Just get it to Budlow and probably get Callum Sinclair in there. I would say through. he's a bit injury prone, but yeah, look, I've, yeah, overs, overs, overs on the Swans, and uh, I think it's good they got Tippett out of the of the lineup. I think that gives them a little bit more flexibility up forward. I heard they might actually make the call and see if he wants to come back. He's Good. technically still on their list. I did see Tips running around the park looking pretty fit. So yeah, he's, looking, he's been looking very fit for a long time, hasn't he? Mm, yeah, he's been. But, uh, Interesting. Know, so Earls is overs. I'm overs. I've already shown my card. Uh, Davo on the Swans. Games did Tipper play last year? Tip. I already played about 15 games, 16 games. Kick seven goals. That's pretty underwhelming. Jeez, that's unders, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I'm... I'm not saying he's going to be the saviour, or even he might not even come back. But um, get our producer yeah. to do the research on Kurt Tippett yeah, games in 2017. Yeah, There's some good help when we need it. But <laughs> <laughs> Big Buddy, 73 goals, that's pretty impressive. He he won the Coleman, uh, beat Joey by eight or nine goals, I think. Yeah, thanks to uh, Liam Jones from Carlton. Just throw Carlton in there again. He kicked <laughs> 10 in the last game. <laughs> you did. Just, just a up, lazy 10. Tune up for the finals. Thank you very much. You guys might even have a premiership if you didn't keep getting rid of all your good players. <laughs> <laughs> right. be a, whole yeah. other, a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Carlton deflection. Defections. We're, like the we'll Eastern, to, we're like the Eastern Bloc. We'll huh? have to do that in the padded room, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets dangerous with any sharp oh, objects. Uh, the 19th team. Games in 2017. Nine games, Nine Kurt Tibbet. Okay. Seven goals. Yeah, goal a game, not Massive even. Contribution. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. To quote Dave, what's yeah, our biggest yeah. chest in the AFL? Stupid bump the defenders out of the way. He's, he's, he's yeah. a bit of the Severio rocker, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, good, good, uh, look good specimen yeah. wise, but I think he's, he had a couple of good years there, but uh, let's not make this. Enough. Never looked angry enough no. to me. Uh, no. yeah. Quite a bit of, looks like Tarzan. Yeah, So, Swans, we get in collective overs. Around the grounds, overs, Fonzie, yeah. oh, I, think so. I mean, you look at their start last year. They mm. gave up six games, and they still won fourteen. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm on the overs for them. I've got to be in my top four. Yeah, top yeah. four. I'm probably top two. I think, it's, yeah, definitely. I think overs. Um, they are a strong side, um, and Buddy is just, you know, evergreen. Like he is just turning it on when he needs to, and winning games off his own boots. So I mean. Where can where can Sydney really go? I mean, it's you know, you know they can go. They down, need to win. They need to win the flag. Is what but, they need to do. Well, yeah, yeah correct. They are looking strong. Yes. They are looking super strong. Yeah. And I think they're ready for a, a you know a real a good tilt this year. And it's an it's yeah. an even year. So yeah. 2012 flag. Uh, then they went. What are they? 2014 Hawthorne lost. 2016 Bulldogs lost. 2018. Yeah. Well, uh, they've been at the big dance multiple times. I do think a little bit of a, a seed plant for future podcasts. They do struggle at the MCG, dear listener. Uh, ground sized, rarely play down there. But that's an interstate. It is. Issue full stop. 
It is a challenge. Yeah, yeah it is a challenge. Is a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where someone like Richmond has just got an absolute. Uh, oh, the would it be the last mortgage five on. premiers have played against interstate teams. Hawthorne mm-hmm. beat Frio and yep. Sydney. Yeah, yep. and West and Coast. West Coast yep. Bulldogs beat Sydney. Richmond beat Adelaide. So yep. um, it's played a factor. It's a huge factor. So the Swans are overs, folks. Uh, positioned by the eight-count crew, we've taken the overs on the Swans. Got them at sixteen to six. Yep. Let's come to the Crows. Uh, this is the definition of acid in the mouth. Uh, Tommy, for whatever reason, thought they'd be so scarred that they'd be struggled to make the eight. <laughs> and he's already got the you're not fucking welcoming Adelaide message. Uh, <laughs> I love going down to Adelaide. I love the Rumble Mall. I love Glenelg. Uh, please, Adelaide listeners, let me back in. And if Heaven Nightclub's still open, we'll be down there winding back the clock. But um, Adelaide, elite, elite team. What a disaster in the finals. They had two soft finals, in my view. Yep. Got to the MCG, lost the contested ball like no one ever has and just had an absolute lesson in finals football when it counted. But I've still got Adelaide. Offense, number two. Midfield, number one. Defense, around six or seven. Overall rank of two. They've got an easy schedule. I've got them at 17 and 5 or 16 and 6, but I'm taking the overs. They've got them at 15 and a half. I say step up and give me that ticket. Who wants to take the Crows and agree or disagree, boys? Yeah, I think they're going to be super strong. Um, you know, Tex is going to motivate his, his, his troops like he needs to. I think he's uh, wears his heart on his sleeve, I'd say, and he's, uh, you know, said a few things over the preseason to, uh, to ensure that the. Uh, the players know what's expected of this year, and uh, you know there's a lot of pressure on Adelaide this year. They need to perform. Oh, for sure. Uh, they have uh, they've got a lot of work to do. But uh, I would say, look, they are they'd almost be favourite this year to, to come back, and um, yeah, so I think they'd be favourite, and I think they're going to be looking at um, a really uh, a really strong campaign. Fonzie's on the bus. Who else on, on the uh, bus or off the bus? They'll be fine. And uh, Bryce Gibbs will only help them. Um, <laughs> Another Carlton reject yeah. to make the, the, the oh, premiership God. team. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, for the Carlton references, but as you can see, it's killing me. Um, Gibbsy. Gibbsy's over Gibbsy there. Gibbsy straight out of the middle, straight down Eddie Bits' throat. Thanks very much. Oh, I'll just jump off the over under, Anyway. Over under Gibbs, 15 Brownlow votes. Uh, over. Over, boys? Mm. Gibbs, big factor. Overs. Yeah, Overs? Yeah. Overs. Over 15. Yeah, but you're in best form. And, and Jacobs is tapping it to him. Familiar yeah. Ruckman. Yeah. Another kicks Carlton player. Oh. <laughs> 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 He's gone. Keep going, Elves. Elves has gone all Charlton Heston on us there. Slow down. He's going to shoot. I'm going now. I'm going to jump off. He's off, yeah. He's on a very tall ledge. Earls, you and Davo can stand out there in round one, jump off together. Um, Earls, 154 goals, mate. Top three, uh, top three goal kickers for the Crows last year. Eddie Betts, 55. Taylor Walker, 54. Oh, Josh Jenkins, 45. Davo is like the, he's like the goal king. That's man. I'm a numbers man. I'm a numbers man. Rain man. Rain man. You've dialed in. Totally rain man. Are you overs? Are you overs as a result of that, D man? I'm overs. I'm overs. You know, I think uh, is Gibbs a big goal kicker. I. Can't he call he, it he can drag a few, but he will set up so many, it's not yep. funny. Inside 50, oh, okay. The Gibbs, yep. down the throat of bets, yep. bang. Eddie could step up and kick 70 goals, a la Budwar, and bang. Listen to this, listen Bro, to this, no, listen to this cool. middle. Listen to this, uh, listen to this, you know, midfield six. Jacobs, Crouch, Jibs, Gibbs. It's been See, called that he's before. Left, he's left Carlton. Giblet. He's dead to me. Okay. Try that again. Jacobs, Crouch, Gibbs. 
Atkins, Sloan, Crouch. And that is an elite, elite six Humps. in the middle there. And then yeah. on either side of that line, you've got Talia, Kelly, Walker, Lynch, Douglas, Heavens. How can, how can this team not make top four? Oh, yeah. Tommy it's, says no, I say yes. I'm not, not sure where Tommy was going there. That'll be close to number one. Yeah. Top two. Top Definitely. two. Yeah, Definitely well, they, top two. The, the Adelaide uh, at home. Yeah. Who's going to beat them at home? Not many. Not many. No. Two home finals. See if they coming. can get it done at the G again. So we've got Adelaide over, Swans over, folks. I think you can hear the confidence in our voice. <laughs> now let's reverse engineer this and see how we actually uh, can get a top eight and see if there's a consensus line. There's still markets actually for the that make the eight and miss the eight. And yes. a little teaser um, that you can get some multi-action on teams you're super bullish about to make the eight and also miss the eight. So just a little primer. I'm not going to call out any books. I'm not going to give a little lead in for someone who refuses to sponsor the Great Eight Count <laughs> podcast, but uh, there are multi options out there. Okay, um, I need yes or no for this stuff here. Uh, let's go top two, Adelaide, Sydney. Are we top two on these or not? No, 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 no. I, I think Sydney will be up there. I don't think they'll be top two though. Who's your top two? I'd say big call, isn't it? To say Sydney go top two, the big call. They'll be top four, I top think, six. But I, I think I think it's going to be Adelaide, Jamal. Geelong top yeah, two. Geelong's going to sneak up. Does anyone else agree uh, on Geelong second? No, I have um, Geelong outside. I have Geelong outside my top four. I have uh, Richmond. Mm. Richmond yeah, top four. Top, top two. Top two. Tigers yeah. top two. I think. I think Adelaide Ooh, Richmond. Adelaide Richmond. Davo. Top two. Yeah. Adelaide Richmond or Adelaide Sydney. Uh, I think Adelaide Richmond. Okay. All right. Just cool. a just a side point too. Adelaide Oval, Thursday 29th of March. Adelaide Crows v Tigers. Oh. Big test for both teams. Whoa. Massive. What, yeah. not, what, Someone asked before whether Adelaide are going to be beaten. Yeah. And I was thinking Richmond, Richmond, Richmond. Bang. Have a look at the, the fixture. Round two. Bang. We're, we're going to have our answer. Round two. We're going to have our answer in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Really? Set, so. the, set the diary. Set the alarm clock. So is that a Friday night game? Uh, Thursday night. Thursday uh, night game. Thursday pre-Easter. Mm. Ooh, that's a that is a showdown. Okay, so I'm getting a read here. It's Adelaide Richmond, uh, but I think can we try and get a top four then? See if we get consensus yes. on the top yeah. four. Fonzie might be oppo on us here, but <laughs> let's just hear us out. Adelaide, Richmond, Sydney. I've got Port in my top four. Answer's got Melbourne. I got Melbourne. But can I get a sense of Adelaide, Sydney, Richmond top four? Is that consensus for uh, everyone or not? I think yes. I'll go with that myself. Mm, it's the fourth spot. Who's the fourth spot? Yeah, Adelaide, it's, Sydney, it's, Richmond. It's GWS, Geelong, Port for that yep. fourth spot. If you throw some, mm. throw some names yeah. up, I agree. I agree. Answer. So you got Melbourne in your top four. Yep. yep. Who else you got there? Adelaide, Richmond, Adelaide, Richmond, Sydney, and Melbourne, and Melbourne. Because I, I have um, sliding GWS, Geelong. And Fonzie, you got Geelong top two. Do you top want to two. rethink that top two? Or? No, no I th- I'm pretty happy with uh, Geelong in there. I think Richmond will, uh, they'll be a, a great side. I don't think they will finish as high as they probably need to. I think they'll they'll do enough to get in the finals. Um, Port are going to be a, a hard side to, to beat, and I think they will they will consolidate a spot in there as well. So I think I'd say Port. Wow. And Sydney. Sydney is going to be a, obviously a, I think it's Sydney and Port really kind of fighting for that fourth spot. Okay. So let's maybe, we're kind of getting to a top six now, so let's just get a yes to see our top six and uh, we'll get to the, the folks that are probably on the cusp. Adelaide, Richmond, Sydney, Geelong, Port, and a nod to Ants, Melbourne. Well, where's GWS? GWS. Got to be in that they're in there. top six yeah. discussion. Okay, so they're top six. <laughs> yeah. They're top six. And oh. then knocking on the door, yep. you've got Essendon. Yep. Collingwood, 
Mel- no, Melbourne's already in. Essen and Collingwood Bulldogs for their next spot. I have... Uh, have we got Essendon in I've there? i got Essendon. I've got... I'm thinking West Coast are going to be pushing. Yeah, Ooh, same. West I think West Coast... Coast you and I, I think West, West Coast, Coast will be a bit, bit ahead of Collingwood and a, a, yeah. ahead of Hawthorne, and they'll probably be ahead of West, uh, the Bulldogs. So okay. that's, my, that's my take. Okay. I'm very so bullish on the West Coast. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. throughout Melbourne, West Coast is my version of Melbourne. So maybe that's maybe let's just do this then. Maybe then uh, before we we go to our last segment, give us the team that will surprise the the fans the most in 2018. Are you saying Eagles? I'm saying, in terms I'm, of ladder saying, movement? I'm saying Eagles in terms of ladder movement. Yeah. Ants. Oh, based on that, I mean D's missed by the skin of uh, teeth. So I'm, I'm going D's from outside to top four. All right. That's, the, that's my big mover. That's your speedboat? That's my, that's my up. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, that's the speedboat for you, yeah. Fonzie, Davo, the team most likely to surprise? I'm hoping Collingwood. Uh, <laughs> I'm 50-50 about that. So uh, other, than, uh, other than the Pies, uh, I think West Coast. I think West Coast will be a big improvers. Two votes. Yeah, they just got into the finals and they were flirting the last couple of rounds, but I reckon they'll be right up there. They'll be, they'll be guaranteed top eight. Fonzie? Yeah, I think the Bombers. I think the Bombers will do uh, do quite well this year. This is um, they're really coming back, and and uh, you know they have really set the groundwork and they've recruited well. Um, West Coast, yeah, look, they'll be out there in abouts, but I don't think they'll be as uh, successful as you know. I think they're still going to be you know Nick Dax coming back, obviously losing a few players over the, over the preseason. Um, yeah, Bombers for me. Bombers, I've got Port as my big mover. Uh, I think completely underperformed in 2017, and uh, I'm on the Port Express. Koshi, I'm coming to your place. Uh, we'll get the NXS Greatest Hits out and see if we can change up that opening song. Uh, okay, final segments. Uh, let's, uh, sorry, let's actually cl- conclude the, the latter. I think if, based on our assessment so far, it feels like the top six, top seven is broadly settled. Then it feels like there's a chunk of teams that are just in no man's land. St Kilda, Hawthorne, maybe Collingwood, maybe Bulldogs. Yep. I think in yep. kind of no man's land. Yep. Consensus on that. Yep. Uh, and then a bottom five that just for me are lightning way off, way off the rest of the competition. Frio, North, Brisbane, Carlton, Gold Coast, Gold Coast, yeah. all way off the pace. Yes, you agree with that. I can't. You can't see a bolter out of those. Negative. Maybe Frio, maybe, but I can't see him making the eight. Can't see it. Too okay. slow. Too old. Can't score. Yeah. Uh, you just got Fife though, and, and sometimes that one gun player can get you over the line a little bit. A little bit. Drag you over a couple of wins. But that brings us to our final segment. Um, great panel work, guys. Uh, now, taking our cue from uh, the NBA uh, school, we've got the Trust the Process segment, and uh, this is the team. Uh, we're going to go week, week to week, uh, code to code. And we're talking about the teams that uh, we can't say the word tanking, but I've just said it, tanking. <laughs> and, uh, strategic loss management, I think we called it earlier in the show. Uh, Ants, the floor is yours. The Kangas, uh, trust the process well, with the Kangas, please. Yeah, so as Arco said, we'll um, each week we'll focus on a club and their strategies around setting up a team or list infrastructure that gets them ready to make and play finals and maybe even challenge for the title. In future we, years. In, yes. We, we, <laughs> we can't use the T word and we can't even refer to it as list management anymore. So the most... The <laughs> How most, do we describe it then? It's trusting the process. Uh-huh. So like this is why it's called trust the process. So the most... The most <laughs> Recent, the two the two recent success stories, are the last two premiers, both Richmond and Bulldogs have gone through this. 
and particularly the Bulldogs. I mean, they they had um, you know massive list changes and board changes, and you just wondered where they were going. But they kept getting the right guys in, and they took their time, and suddenly they were up there. And Richmond the same. So the some of the issues the clubs have to deal with when they're trusting the process is the media. Mm. The media love to hound the clubs, the players, the coaches. Maybe there's a little bit of AFL inf- interference. And, and, and the most... The classic example recently was that... Um, was Melbourne. They never got... Uh, they, they were found... Well, they never tanked. Well, they, 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 they got found not guilty mm. of tanking. Yeah, they still got They fined. managed to get a fine... <laughs> And they did. They did find. So, un, so this is why we're trusting the pro. They did find um, what was Dean the Bailey. Of this investigation. Uh, so I pulled out my notes when I was at the trial. Your case file. Yeah. And um, they found Dean Bailey and Chris Connolly guilty of acting in a manner prejudicial to the interests of the competition. So, as we know, that is so definitive right there. There's no grey in that at all. If we knew every club that was doing that, I would just be stepping to the window of the TAB every week and, and taking the opposite side of so, that. So, I've jotted some other notes. on. So, what the clubs do to manage all of this while they're trusting the process to, to get their list ready? As I, as I knock my glass over with, with suspense and... <laughs> it's excitement, it's excitement. It's, it's, excitement. excitement. it's building, it's building. So... They have to send a positive message from the board down and they have mm-hmm. to sell hope. Fonzie mentioned that earlier. You've got to sell hope. Fonzie's all about hope. He's got the T-shirt on. But yeah. then you have to manage expectations as well. You can't be having exp- expectations of winning when you don't necessarily need or can win or want to win. <laughs> so in terms of coaching strategy, you employ a young coach. It gives you time, their development... Carlton, Brendan Bolton, classic example. Honeymoon period. Uh, Gold Coast. We've been trusting the process a long time, though. I know, but remember (laughs) Richmond had that five-year plan, which started about 1983. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Um, So the other option, if they don't get a young coach, they re-sign their existing coach. Multiple-year contract, so it gets rid of all the media hounding. So they've done that with Scott. They did that with Hardwick, Mm -hmm. and it worked. Um, so it's all about teaching and learning and development. Oh, God, this so, is the North Melbourne PR department oh, here. Yes. Yes. So spin, 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 Now, there might be a little bit of early surgery for some of your players. I'm thinking maybe even June, July. <laughs> We're just Straight. getting him ready for next year. Straight yeah. to the clinic. Yeah. 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 So they'll walk into a medical room with nothing wrong with them and the bloke with a hammer will hit them on the foot. Yeah. Yeah. Off you go. And so you've got your boom be ready for them. Yeah, else. Exactly. yeah. so we... Um, so two don'ts, two classic don'ts. You yep. don't mention the win-loss ratios and you never mention that the coach has the full backing of the board. <laughs> <laughs> the two don'ts. So round, my, round it out for us, Anne. So Where does North go from the here? The first club in focus, my own club, North Melbourne. Totally trusting the process. Couple, we made two prelims and on an on existing list, which was pretty good, but it wasn't going to go any further. Mm. Mm. So I've cleaned out... 400,000s worth of games. <laughs> games record holder himself, Boomer, yep. plus a whole host of other players. Nicky Dell and Spud Ferrito. Spud Ferrito. Mm. It was a massive clean out. 
And and we've got gone to the draft, and we're going to keep going to the draft. And it's the only way you got to do it. And then you get your team ready, so then you're ready to get a, a ready-made player in there. And and so I think um, that that's the key: develop, and you grow the group together. And that's exactly what all these lower clubs are doing. But North in focus. I'm not unhappy at what they're doing and where they're going. So that, that's my club in focus. Any other comments on North? Ants is trusting the process in 2018. I think there is an investment strategy we can build around that trusting of the process. We're going to step to the window big time and go off on Arden Street. I'm feeling it, Ants. Nice segments. Uh, I think girls are going to bring in the Under the Pump segment for their next podcast. Am I correct? Bring it. Uh, final comments from the Hemingway Suite. We're sweating bullets here in the lab. It's about 48 degrees. Everyone needs to hydrate. Uh, final comments, predictions, anything you want to say you haven't said. The floor's yours. Boys. Well, I think it's been a great analysis. We've had over an hour and a half of you know, fantastic content. Um, you know, go the pies. The mighty pies, 2018. And, uh, yeah. Finish on a high just note, Dave. Just want to finish on that high note. I'm very, very bullish about the pies this year. Yeah, even some of the points that the, uh, the you know, my fellow members here have brought up throughout the uh, throughout the discussion today sort of uh, brought some optimism into my into my mind. So I'm looking forward to big season and uh, yeah, hopefully some uh, more in depth analysis. And uh, our mission is to fill you with hope as well, Davo. Yeah. To make you feel optimistic about the season <laughs> and not worry about Dugowie and what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Thank you, Davo. All stars need to align. That's uh, it's been a been been something that's been happening for over like 10, 15 years now. All stars need to align and. Uh, Obviously, 2010 was a, was a good outlier there, but, um, yeah. You and, you and Bucks can hold hands and get the Ouija board out and yeah. see what's going to happen. <laughs> Dave, good luck to you in the season. We'll be talking to you. Thank you. Fonzul, Earls, oh. final comments. Oh, look, I have to say, the you know, if we're talking about issues for, for AFL, um, once again, it's going to be about... Uh, you know, the media circus and how they uh, are always searching for a story or a, uh, a side of a story that can uh, really kind of play with uh, the administration's heads, whether it be a, a club or the administration itself. I mean, uh, we don't cover ourselves with glory most of the time, but uh, I think um, the challenge is going to be for clubs, as Ann said, you know, um, you know, it's the strategy is to, uh, to have to have a plan in place and, and to obviously have the lot on the hill that uh, the supporters can kind of go for. And uh, I don't know, I think, you know, whether it's a win-loss ratio, I think people are uh, people want to do uh, want, their, want the best from their teams, whether it uh, is a winner flag or just uh, week in, week out, have a crack. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be another year and it's going to be an exciting year for some and, uh, you know, we will uh, we will see we'll how it goes. We'll wait and see, Fonzie. Earls, Ants, final comments, predictions? Uh, it, it, it will wear thin towards the end of the year for some teams, and you're right, they will be... Will there be navy blue in, the, in that uh, wearing thing? No, no, there'll be green shoots. Uh-huh. Green shoots from the young blue boys out there running around. Uh, that's about as much as we can hope for. Uh, but look... Bring on, bring on the season. Um, there's certainly a lot of people that make a lot of money talking waffle, um, a bit like us, but uh, there's, no, there's no money coming in yet. <laughs> Thankfully, the uh, the owner of eight counts is uh, you know very lean on the on the funding side. No, but look, there's been enough talk and jibber jabber going. Just get on with it. Bounce the ball. Bring it on. Go for it. Blow the whistle. Yes. It. Yeah, oh, I, I just love that first game of the season. Thursday, 22nd. Look out. Tigers Cup, oh, what an opening! Tigers players, <laughs> and, and to think when they first started that, it was such a reverse. It was Carlton by how far? It was every, yeah, it every was. year, yeah, and was. now it's just flipped. It was <laughs> anyway. It's a great opening to the year, isn't it? Well, yeah. what a letdown! It was a great. <laughs> it used to be a great opener. It 
used to be a great opener. So uh, we're going to do a final recap here on the overs-unders for those still taking notes. Uh, this is the investment strategy. Uh, Asterix, not an actual investment strategy. Uh, Gold Coast under, Carlton under, Fremantle under. We're very strong on North under. Thank you, Anson, to trust the process. Uh, we've got the stay-away teams in the middle there, Saints, Eagles, Hawthorne, Pies. We're really strong on Port over, Richmond over, Sydney over, Adelaide over. Guys, great work in the Hemingway suite. Great pre-season campaign. Agree, Ants, bring on 22 March. From all of us here in the eight-count team, have a great week. Bye for now.